Um, yeah. Should we do this? What do you? Let's are you do guys? It. Okay. I drank this tonight, so we're in good shape. Is that New Glarus? Serendipity. A Wisconsin ale brewed with apples, cranberries, and cherries. One pint, nine fluid ounces. Oh, shit. Sounds like a good spring beer. You know what? Speaking of good good. spring beers, thank you for saying that. I am, while we are recording, I am putting something in chat for Mr. Brisbear that I saw at the liquor store today. I almost forgot. Rob, you might actually oh. like this too. Surly has a four pack of sours. Mm. Grapefruit Supreme, Mango Supreme, Key Lime Supreme, and Black Cherry Supreme. Might have to pick that up for Easter. Dude, it was really hard not to buy it when I saw it today, but I'm like, I'm leaving for fucking St. Louis and. 24 hours. I'm not going to pick up a 12 pack and let it sit in the fridge and potentially freeze. Road beers. Yeah, road beers. Mm. Not Nose how, beers. Not how I roll. You haven't gotten far enough in to get to day beer to stay, have you? In Letterkenny. Oh, uh, I'm in season three. Yeah, no, you're not far enough then. No, it was. Uh, Have you met the French Canadians? Yet? That was tonight's episode. Tonight's okay. episode was the French Canadians and the fucking uh, Dijans from, from uptown or upcountry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dude. All right. Well, I'm ready to start the show. Do you guys like Atlantis Morissette? What? <laughs> <laughs> Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. What's going on tonight, Rob? fucking take this away. all right well we're doing a music episode so that means we got uh chuck and cliff with us here tonight um a couple of weeks ago maybe even like six weeks ago it's been a while since we did our last music episode uh i was sitting with the raid group and i'm like oh shit i gotta pick an album anybody got any suggestions and uh brisbane's like you should do rumors by fleetwood mac and i said Hey, I'm pretty lazy, so let's do Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Chuck, Cliff, how you guys doing? Um, I was doing great until you said that we're doing Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, and I spent the last, like, five weeks listening to Alanis Morissette, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff? Uh, Ready for this shit show? Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm pretty excited. here. I feel like we're a lot like the band, and uh, we're a lot like Fleetwood Mac. Ooh, sure. how so? Yeah. Do Because we, we all game together and they get jealous. <laughs> and Chuck, uh, yeah, Chuck dumped us and went off to his uh, yeah Chuck project. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've been che- I was cheating on you guys with Warzone and another group of friends that I play Warzone with, and I've left you, and you are since feeling. Uh, having feelings of sadness and I am uh, confused as to where I should go from here because I still love you guys but you know it is what it is (laughs) 
All right, that's been our talk about rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Let's mm-hmm. move on to gaming. <laughs> yeah, kidding. yeah. All right, jumping in this week. Do we have more questions from Bryce? I think we do. <laughs> uh no. So, like, questions from Bryce are are like a fine whiskey, and you have to bottle them up and just let them age, and really soak in the flavors of the pinned messages, and like that, get that 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 oaky note of of just being forgotten about for like a good month or two. And, and then, then you lose all sense yeah. of context and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. And then you ask him. So that, and then you realize it was like from like a raid night discussion. We we're all hammered like fucking two months ago. And like, Oh yeah, yeah I get it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause this whole podcast is basically like one big inside joke outside of like this, like the substance we provide for like in terms of music, but like everything else most is one part, big inside joke. For the most part, yeah, it's more or less one big inside joke. Like that's been ongoing for years, and um, yeah, yeah, it's great. I find it funny. I mean, that's really all that matters, right? <laughs> the only thing that matters. <laughs> oh God, I I will say though, like watching watching Letter Kenny, like really like deep diving into Letter Kenny this week, just explains so many random Nessie noises. Um, I just I've been dying like just when when he when shit comes up in the show and I'm just like, holy shit, that's just a random Nessie noise. I understand now. And he nailed it. (laughs) Okay, should we talk about this album? Yeah. So Rumors was released in 1977 by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, It has sold over 45 million copies worldwide. Wow. Um Making it one of the best-selling albums of all time, if that's the thing you care about. It's uh, it's, it's the fifth. It, it's like the fifth highest-selling of all time in the U.S. Right. It's it's absurd how many people have bought this album. You know, like you know, like one in twelve people in the world own Pink Floyd "Dark Side of the Moon." I didn't. I, I own multiple copies of that. That was actually in like two thousand and six or something. Whenever my teacher told me that, but yeah. On the flip side, nobody's really been buying albums since 2006, so it's probably still true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I have, but they've all been like, like Eli albums, or you know, to like support like small, like independent artists. Everything yeah. else, I'm like, yeah, Spotify. So before we get back to rumors, I just want to point out that because of all of the fucking Ghostface Killer you put on the goddamn playlist. Now I'm in the top listing of his people who've listened to it because I listen to the podcast so much. So I get like the emails when he's doing like exclusive Spotify things. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> there's like right, so- there's like three songs, though. I mean, let's be fair. To be fair. So, yeah. Back to the album. Rumors. Mac. So uh, it's good. I mean, I understand why it's a top selling album. Like, really, like, there's there's one song that I could maybe skip and one song that I'm like, eh. And otherwise, like, it's all really good in its own way. Yeah, there's a, I mean, that's the thing about it, right? Is like, if you listen to this album, you've heard most of it before. Right. Like it has it made some yeah. part of your life. You've heard it somewhere. You might not know, even if you don't know who Fleetwood Mac is, you're like, oh, I know this song. Yeah. If you've seen a Martin Scorsese film, you've definitely heard a couple. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, so Fleetwood Mac is Mick Fleetwood, 
the two McVees, who I can never remember their first names, they were a married couple before this album got recorded, and then they were getting divorced when this album came out, and then uh, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. That's your your list of the the band right there. Who are also a couple. Who are uh, also a couple until this, this al- album, except while this album was being recorded. <laughs> right, yeah. and. Mick Fleetwood was also getting divorced when this album yeah. came out. So literally everybody in the band was going through a breakup when they recorded this yeah. album. Wow. Many with each other. Yeah. With during each the other. <laughs> That's kind so of crazy. Would, they, they only would see each other while recording <laughs> and then they would just go home. Um, and they were also on super high on cocaine the entire time. It's, that was part yeah. of the. It's amazing that they could not have chemistry, like real chemistry, like, but have awkward chemistry and make this good of music, you know, like the music, mm-hmm. the music has so much chemistry itself. Like the music is so well put together. And I mean, you're talking about real to real, like you don't have the shortcuts that engineers have today. Like mm-hmm. you had to be on your fucking game to record the shit. Right. And like, if yeah. they had awkward energy and they laid it down like this and it sounds this good and it, oh man, that's, that's cool. And, and a lot of the songs are like FUs to each other, like in the they really are, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Like most of these songs are like, like all the, like they're all kind of sad songs about like breaking up and stuff. And they're like about them. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, you cheated on, there's like a song like you cheated on me and like the guy's playing guitar who cheated on her. <laughs> like, I'm so, you know what I mean? like right. and it's, so, it's so, remarkable how tight it is, you know? So uh, that's one thing I didn't really know a whole lot about was like the background, or, like the actual like people in the band. I mean, I know that like two of them were involved, but you said they're all dating each other and they're cheating on each other. Were they cheating on each other with each other? No, no, that's nah, uh, different people. That, I think. Uh, people outside okay. the band. Well, that. I think like, at like, some point Stevie Nicks and Mick Fleetwood had an affair, but I think it was after the album. I'm not sure when. Okay, but at one point they were together, but they were all yeah cheating on each other with other people, and they were like. And um, like they had, I guess they, the album before this, they had gotten like huge. It was like their first real big hit, and right. then it just like destroyed their relationships. Um, oh, none of them could handle the fame, <clears throat> or maybe they handled the fame well. <laughs> maybe they embraced the fame. <laughs> this is also apparently the album where uh, Lindsey Buckingham sort of just came into his own as a like songwriter slash musician slash everything else like he made a lot of the calls on this album uh and sort of became the driving force behind the band which also probably ticked a bunch of people off but uh it's kind of amusing some of the songs where he's like all right here's my thought uh i'm gonna go away for a day or two and then come back and you guys are gonna play what i tell you to play and they turn out to be amazing songs Man, so like my first um, experience with this album, like, uh, I mean, obviously I've heard the songs. Everybody's heard the songs before. They're they're super popular. Uh, but I learned about this album or the, the the making of it in school. Like whenever I went uh, the full set, like one of my first few classes that I took, they um they they they, they took a. Uh, we watched a part of like the documentary about the making of this album because basically like at the time in like those late seventies, like this album set the standard. Like they were like the gold standard in recording and mixing. Like it was crazy. So 
like that it was uh yeah basically it's so well mixed like probably the best album that i can think of just like this is just me listening to over like the past like several weeks like it's so well done like there's so much going on musically with all these different stringed instruments like whether it be like a guitar like a steel guitar banjos acoustic electric like all these different stringed instruments all the different vocal harmonies and backups and it's just you can hear everything you just have to focus on one thing and you can hear it. like nothing is shining out anything else and it's it, it's so beautiful the way that they put it all together because it's just like normally those sounds they fight for the same like frequencies you know what i mean so like like guitars are generally in one area of the sound spectrum well there's so many different guitars but you can still hear everything individually it's so well done and it's like even like not even talking about just like the songwriting or the music itself or the uh or the vocal performance any of that or the lyrics any of that like i'm just saying just the way it's like the, the composition of it is incredible it's unbelievably clean. It yeah. just sounds so like clean. There's yes. no like, there's just no dirt or fuzz or anything anywhere, you know. And everything's crystal. Yeah, as you said, you can hear like every instrument, which is kind of unusual, right? Is there any way they could do the songs like the way they did it on the album live? Like, it feels like it almost would be impossible. Um, like in what sense? Like, if you went to a Fleetwood Mac show, would it sound nearly as clean as it does on this album? I I doubt it. I mean, I mean, I'm okay. sure that you, I mean you can make it sound like you can do a lot of really good things with with uh with live sound mixing. But as far as like the complexity of it, because like they do a lot of stuff like with the panning of the of the guitar, like you might have the guitar on like the right speaker, and then eventually like it'll be the left speaker on another section, and then it'll come right back in the middle. You can do that real time. Um, like I'm saying, back in the '70s, you could do that real time, but it's like an engineer is like really messing with that as you go. So I mean, nowadays you can do that stuff like with automation and computers and stuff, but it's, um, it's a whole lot going, but a lot of the times it sounds like there's, um, two guitar parts, but so there's like a guy playing electric guitar. There's an acoustic guitar. There's another acoustic guitar, but you could tell like, it's not, I don't, they're all playing at the same time. It's like a lot of overdubs and stuff like that. Like the harmonies of vocals and the way they're mixed in. I, it, there's only so much you can do real time. And also where you're playing is huge. Like the acoustics yeah. of the room that you're playing in, in live sound is the way they have their speakers set up, like what shit is bouncing off of, like how the room is laid out. Like that is huge yeah. for live sound too. Yeah. I mean, that would have been like a crazy show to like see Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> like <laughs> full blown, like at the height of the career, you know, like with the best everything. I think bet. about this. This is like this is like the pinnacle of analog recording. Like this is yeah, like like two inch tape, reel to reel, twenty four track mixing, like all these different steps. Like it's fucking like like the nicest consoles, the nicest microphones, the nicest microphone preamps, the nicest instruments, everything. Like everything's like the, the best engineers and producers. Like you can't get any more professional than this fucking album. I would assume. I would assume that when these guys tour, they tour with their own. Like their own racks and their own mics too. Oh, like yeah. these oh, are yeah. the guys that that show up and they use the cables that you have run through the ground, but they plug those cables into their own fucking racks that they set in front of yours because it's better, and they plug their own mics into your cables because they're like, yeah, you know, you don't make an Albums. album that sounds like this without that kind of funding. Yeah, man, this should say yeah, it's 
really, really beautiful. Just for what it is. We're talking about the album cover too. Oh, uh, I have to look at it. Weird ass shit. The Stevie Nicks in her flowing uh, gown and Mick Fleetwood with his foot up on a stool with two wooden balls hanging down from his uh, belt. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck are they weird. doing there? <laughs> I guess Cliff mentioned there was a lot of cocaine involved. Yeah, it's it's a wild. <laughs> and he's so thin. That's there's unlike that there's that looks airbrushed, except they didn't have airbrushing back then, I don't think. But <laughs> he, he looks, looks like, like eighty five pounds. He looks like the cross between like a pirate and an English sailor. You know, I didn't notice the two balls hanging down, and now I can't stop seeing them. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. now, now my eyes are drawn to it. Thank you. Um, Do what I can to help here. <clears throat> uh, I will admit, yeah, it's weird to uh, lose a ton of credibility before we start talking about this, unless I'm actually checking like the internet. I can never tell. With the exception of I know Stevie Nicks does dreams, I can never tell when it's Stevie Nicks or uh, Chrissy McVie singing the female parts. Um, it, there's one easy way to tell. And I think that uh, anybody that's seen that South Park episode. <laughs> okay. Yep. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> I heard that. I, I, okay. Like, I saw that episode and it kind of uh, not ruined Fleetwood Mac, but I couldn't get over it. Stevie Nicks is the one that sounds like a goat. (laughs) 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 Like that episode, for those that haven't seen it, like Stevie Nicks in the episode, like, oh yeah, here's Stevie Nicks. And it's an actual goat, (laughs) like a farm animal goat. Like, yeah. Oh my God. I am so excited to listen to this shit again now. It's, 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 it's just her tone (laughs) and, and the vibrato she uses on her voice. Like it's just, it's goat like and you can't get over it once you once you once you get there it's hard to get past it but here we are it's a clean it's clean goat though oh yeah i'm not saying she's not talented she has good voice i mean eventually i I got over that as i was listening to it critically you know like i was gonna say for the way i tell it is that stevie nicks songs are all where she's like i'm leaving you and the christine mcvie songs are all i'm so sorry i cheated on on you (laughs) (laughs) pretty much that's like they go back and back and forth i think on the album but but that's that's the the tones i get from them (laughs) that's pretty awesome Um, Um, yes they had so she wrote christy mcvire wrote songs uh stevie nicks has songs that she wrote and sang and then Lindsay buckingham wrote the other one so it's like three different songwriters uh which is kind of wild if you think because usually bands don't have you know they have like one guy who writes the music you know or one you know they have where the band does it together but there's like they have their sort of roles. And here it's almost like a weird supergroup style. It is, I mean, it, I think it, I think they achieved that supergroup status, right? Yeah. I mean, for not being like a, they weren't in big bands before, but yeah, like, yeah. really came together. And, um, and it's amazing how well everything fits together. I mean, I guess Lindsey Buckingham, you said, did the music, which I think is probably the thing that pulls it all together. But um, yeah, it, it sounds like he sort of came into his own on this. And like, yeah. he was the one who arranged a lot of the stuff and people were just like, we weren't sure what we were going to do. And then Lindsay came in with this and all of a sudden it was like, Oh, this makes total sense. And it sounds great. I do like that. The band's name after, uh, Mick Fleetwood. And he's like, I'm like, does, is he like, 
He's the drummer. (laughs) No writing credits. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's the Fleetwood part, right? The Mac is the McVees. McVees, yeah, yeah. That's true, I guess. Yeah, they came in later. Because those were the three that were from the original band. Uh, And then they dropped the rest of their band members and picked up uh, Buckingham and uh, Nick's. Yeah. Before the album, before the rumors, so I always thought he was like the main like writer and driving force behind the band. I like sort of like um, like uh, what's his face and uh, oh man, who's the drummer from the eighties? Uh, forget, never mind. Peter Gabriel. Oh, Peter or... Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either of those two, actually. Both, both of them in Genesis. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I think if we're gonna talk about eighties drummers, we really need to talk about the uh, what is it, Neil Peart, the one-handed drummer. One arm drummer, Def Leppard. Isn't that isn't that his name? I, don't know sure. his name is. I thought Neil Peart was the one from uh, Rush. Rush. Right? Oh Rush. yeah, what's who's but the dude the, from? Who's the one arm dude? It's from Def Leppard. I don't yeah. know what his name is, from but Le- it's the drummer from Def Leppard. Oh. Rick Allen. Is that what it is? No. Yeah. I don't understand. So wait, one. I mean, I understand what one arm means, but how do you drum with one arm? He lost his arm in a car crash in '84, and then so yeah. they like had pads and stuff like that. So he he was a one arm drummer. He's one arm and two feet, and he's fucking drums. amazing. So he used his feet I mean, a lot in a Def Leppard way. He had a lot of foot. <laughs> Yo, if you've seen him in concert, like they came they came to the Quest once, and it was fucking amazing. I don't okay. doubt it. And it wasn't just because I was extremely wasted going, he only has one arm the whole time he was playing. <laughs> just pointing at him from the back of the uh <laughs> to stock and fucking I was a beer I was a beer boy at that time and my cousin was still working there. So we had this bar I was his bar back that night, so we had this back bar set up. And we were just sitting there drinking fucking Patron all night. So it was just take a shot of Patron, stock the beer cooler. Take a shot of Patron, stock the beer cooler. Talk about how he has one arm. Take a shot of Patron, stock the beer cooler. You know what? (laughs) If you have one arm and you're holding a drink, you don't have to shake anyone's hand after the show. Right? Right? Seems like a good decision. You also don't have to worry about being ambidextrous about anything. Yeah, I think about that all the time. About how, yo. So this, is to so this, back to this album because we haven't even <laughs> gotten into it yet. Ambidextrous? Is it? I thought it was ambidextrous. Ambra? No, no, you got it totally wrong to begin with. <laughs> You're wrong to begin with. Fucking, you guys like Alanis Morissette? I think I think you can actually pronounce it uh, multiple ways. That's the whole point of the word. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why no, Cliff, Cliff is on point with just, this one. It just depends on which side of your brain you pronounce it. Yeah. Right. Pronunciation. Right. First song on the album, Secondhand News. Um. So I don't know about you guys, but every time I hit play on this album, I put it like my phone in my pocket and start doing shit, and then I got to pull my phone back out and make sure that it's playing because there's like a 15 second gap of silence. I'm like, fuck, did it did it pause itself? And I like I always doubt it. I pick up yeah, my phone and like, oh, kind of quickly after that. But yeah, yeah, it's a slow start. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it just, it just fades in. But I mean, it's a slow fade, dude. It gets me like every time. It's, it's like five it seconds, a- but. It's up to like full volume after five seconds, but All right, I'm testing this, man. I feel like I feel like it's a lot longer than that. 
can hear you can hear after three seconds. It starts coming in at three seconds. You're right. It just feels so much longer. My internal monologue well, has been, has been um, won't you lay me down in the tall grass and let me do my stuff? <laughs> has been my internal monologue. Like, every day I'm like, let me, lay me down in the tall grass and do my stuff. You know, like, <laughs> like, here we go. Are you trying to get wood ticks on you? Is that what you're trying to do in the tall grass? <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, whenever I start my day, I'm like, here we go. Lay me down in the tall grass, let me do my stuff, you know? <laughs> this is the much uh, more family-friendly version of back at it like a crack addict. It, yeah, oh my god essentially the same concept yeah i didn't know what the song was about at first and i probably still don't but like i thought like what does he talk about lay me down on the tall grass let me do my stuff he says something like that like before that and i'm like is he like singing to his girl like she won't let him fuck so he's gonna lay down on the tall grass and go beat off while she watches him like that's what i thought like i don't know like super crude but and then like the bam 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 like that part like that's like him like you know, you know. So the, the whole song I, is that Stevie Nicks is leaving him. <laughs> yeah, and this is like that's, that's what the song's about. He's secondhand dudes. She's leaving chick. him. Yeah, yeah, and so he's like with his going with his rebound girl. Yeah, that's like the theme of the song. Um. Okay. Because the first I, line is, "I know there's nothing to say, so I'm just taking my place. When times go bad, when times go rough, just lay me down in the tall grass and let me do my stuff. Like <laughs> you know, it's over. You're leaving me. I'm gonna go do my thing." Um, and it's an incredibly happy song, by the way, for like that being the theme. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm glad it's not about laying down in the tall grass and masturbating while someone watches you because like laying down in the tall grass and masturbating would throw me off enough. But if someone was actually watching me do it, like, I just don't think I could perform under those circumstances. I want to take my <laughs> pants off in the grass. I'll be honest with you. That stuff gets everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's like the beach, right? Like the movies yeah. always portray the beach as a good place to do that, but it really just it just isn't, man. It gives way. There's no support. Like it's just really one of one of the worst places like, you can pick. Sand is not sand gets like you get like rashes and it's bad. Yeah, it's going to cut you. you know? It's just rough. Like yeah. get sandy and try to like go for a little jog on the beach. You end up with like red legs. It doesn't work. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So don't lay in the sand and do your stuff. Don't lay in the tall grass. Uh, but yeah, Chuck did bring up the uh, where they use their voice as the baseline, basically, uh, which is kind of cool. I don't know. I think that's probably besides the one line where it's lay me down the tall grass, let me do your stuff. That's the the bow 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 part that gets in my head when I'm thinking about the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song's very. Uh... Lots of strings, as like almost like a bluegrassy kind of feel to it. Uh, maybe it's like the maybe it's like the reverb of these and the vocals, like the echo. It's a kind of like a weird. It's the only one that sounds like this. Yeah, I think that's the. For the whole album, it's the only one that has that sort of feel to it. Although, it kind of feels like it's the exact same song as Go Your Own Way, which we'll get to later. Uh, but just like a completely different vibe to it. Like the, the b- both the content and like the, the message is exactly the same, but just has a completely different way to look at it. 
Um, the guitar kind of plays the part of the guitar and drums on this song, too. Just with them strumming it and just the way that it's in there, it just... Yeah, it's it's different. That's one thing I notice about this album, like, throughout, is they're playing really hard. Like, they're fucking slamming the shit out of those fucking guitar strings. Like, the drummer is just pounding the shit out of those drums. Like, they're not loud because it, they, they mix the level, but they're not playing soft at all. I think there's one song where I notice, like, there's, a, like, a softer guitar or, like, a softer... Uh, where the, the, the drums kind of come in and there's like other percussion like the they like that they, they have like little cymbal fills and whatnot and like hi-hats but um for the most part like they're playing really fucking hard and it's crazy it's like how tight they are with their timing like everybody's fucking on time and i'm not saying it's like completely like on a grid i'm saying like the swing of the overall music they're all like in sync perfectly. They all have the same swing. Like nobody misses a fucking beat. It's literally perfect performance throughout. It is. It is really weird. Like how you went bringing this up, Chuck, and I'm glad that you did because it, it really is just like, it's, it's just a great fucking album with how it's, how it's put together, man. Like there's just, they don't, there there's, isn't there's no mistakes. Junks. Yeah. There's, there's no mistakes, dude. Like it's, everything's done deliberately and, like, I don't know how many takes it took them, but they're fucking pros, man. Like, everything, like, from, like, I, I, I like all the little guitar solos at the end of, like, each song. Like, there's always, like, a little section where they have, like, some sort of solo, and it's it's good, and it's just really good. And, and when you listen to this, like, you, you can't listen to it on, like, a laptop speaker, like, fucking, it has to be, like, you gotta get the full stereo effect. You have to have both ears in a car, like, if you... It's just good, man. Like it's yep. done so well. It just doesn't do any. It doesn't do them justice to listen to it, like you know, like a mono setup or like just with one earbud in or whatever. You got to go full blown stereo experience, man. That shit's legit. What I wouldn't give to hear this album, like those super high definition masters, you know, like the like the ninety six bit one hundred ninety two kilohertz, like the high res master, like fucking that they take, like they digitize the fucking two-inch tape for those super high-res masses. You can find those, like, those crazy audio files. Like, there's... I would love to hear this album in that type of setup with, like, a crazy, like, phono preamp, like, like a legit, like, audio file setup. That'd be really good to hear this shit. But you get what you can with digital, but it's just really, really good. I, uh... I put this album on uh, when Debbie and I were playing cards this week, playing some cribbage and just hanging out, and I'm like, all right, dude, Let's listen to this album. Like anything pops up, you let me know. And we put it on. We just fucking jammed out. Like just didn't even like write down shit. Like just just <laughs> fucking enjoyed the album, played cards, like get done playing cards. I'm like, fuck, we were just like singing along and like not actually like critiquing it, just enjoying it. And it's it's I don't know, man. It's like that, you know. So should we move on to the only number one hit that Fleetwood Mac ever had? Is this really the only number one hit? Dreams was the only one that has ever reached number one. What the fuck? I feel like every song on this album is a number one song, except for like two.
probably argue that this is like a top 10 song of all time. Yeah, this song is fucking, this song is legit, dude. Like, this is the, the story one behind this one's pretty crazy, too. Well, do tell. Stevie Nicks wrote it when she was like at a studio away from everybody else one day and then like brought it in and played it for everybody. And everyone's like, man, this kind of sucks. And I think Christy McVive was like, this is boring. And like, it's three chords. And then Lindsey Buckingham worked on it for like a weekend and came back and changed it from this boring like three chord song into this flowing song that everybody knows. Like you hear dreams, you hear the opening bar to dreams and you're like, okay, I know what song this is and I know I'm going to love it. So yeah, she just like went off to another studio by herself one day, wrote the song and brought it back and everyone's like, nah. And then this guy who... Hates her guts, but also loves her. Like, goes and puts together the the actual arrangement for it, and it turns out to be their only number one hit ever. I like how the song starts off because like the drums come in, and you're like, you're like, do I know this song? Do I know this song? And then the melody just kind of sneaks in a little bit, and then fades back out, and sneaks in a little bit, and then fades back out, and then she starts singing her bars, and you're like bobbing your head. But at that point, you're like, yeah, yeah, dude. Like yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take very long to like know where you're at in this song, but then I still am just like, yep, I can listen to this anytime it comes on. I can listen to this song. Uh, I didn't know this because I'm I'm bad at social media, but apparently this is the cranberry juice guy's song when he's on his longboard. Oh, bro, yeah, yep, uh, dogface. That's his Instagram handle. <laughs> that, he was that, having a real good day. Dude, that I think it was like the context of when that came out. That was like COVID, everything, you know, and he was just it was a vibe. You know what I mean? Like he just set the fucking tone for that week or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, he did, dude. It was crazy to see like how how that 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 more or less like changed his trajectory in life, you know, like he was like all fucked up, like a lot of shit going on in his life and like and then he basically just made everybody fucking vibe out and smile and fucking enjoy the shit out of this little TikTok video or whatever. He probably helped expand the platform itself at the time, you know, like it was a big deal. And they got all kinds of crazy sponsorship deals and they fucking like Ocean Spray like bought up a truck and all kinds of shit. Like he has all these like sponsorship gigs. Yeah, he's like he's has a better life now just because he's vibing out to that track. It's just not cool. Well, and I thought it was funny too, because I've seen him skating. Like I've seen him skating and holding the juice, but it wasn't until Debbie said that that I was like, I've never actually like unmuted the video. Like, I've only seen the video without any, like, context to what he was skating to. I just saw this happy dude fucking skating with the thing of cranberry juice, you know? I don't know. That is awesome. I always sort of enjoy looking at the, uh, like, who gets credit for these songs and, like, what they're doing on it, too. Like, <laughs> when they talk about Stevie Nicks, she's, like, both lead vocals and backing vocals on this song. Along with, you know, obviously, Lizzie Buckingham and Christy McVie doing their stuff. But it's just, like... I like Fluffy's listening to it right now. You can see him bouncing his head on the. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm tr- right I'm now. fucking vibing out to the song as we're talking about it. But the way they just like harmonize together on those the vocals is just I don't know. It's it's so smooth. You don't really even realize you're in it until your song's over. And you're like, oh yeah, no, I just burned five minutes of my day. Yeah, no, I'm I'm do- I'm totally all aboard the uh, the cliff. Um, method for music episodes now where i can 
double up the headphones and enjoy the song while we're talking about it. I got my notes yep. and I got it playing. Yeah, Chuck's on that Straight shit. Up, Chuck's yeah. got that wireless. Chuck's on that double wireless game. Yeah, yeah. Fucking balling. Jesus well, Christ. Pro tip for people making podcasts at home, double headphones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I will oh, say yeah. though that this this left headphone is pushing into my fucking piercing and it sucks. Well, leave it in because you have to listen to stuff. I know, I know. We're only two songs <laughs> in. Get some. You know, man, thunder only happens when it's raining, and players only love you when they're playing. It's a cool song, man. It's like really sad though, man. It's like, man, poor Stevie Nicks, man. This dude like really fucked her. But you know, that's the thing. It's like she's like, yo, man, look. Like it hurts, she's all heartbroken, but like, yeah, like, look, you do you, you know? Well, it's just funny because it's the two protagonists in the first two songs, right? Are the two people who are breaking up with each other, or well, two of the people. Two of the five. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the first song is Lindsey Buckingham saying, Break up with each other, yeah. Yeah. And the second one is Stevie Nicks saying, Yeah, all right. I'm leaving you. Yeah. You know what I like, though? After that first little verse, um, when she says like, but listen carefully to the sound of your loneliness, and she says like a heartbeat drives you mad, and right as she says like a heartbeat, they start like pounding the tom, the tom of the drum, like boom, boom, boom. like holy, holy shit. shit, what the fuck just happened, yo? <laughs> Fluffy's gonna go on mute, and then he's gonna tell us what the hell just happened after he gets back. But I don't know. I, I pounded my tom drum like, like. <laughs> As, yeah. and, and, I thought Chuck you messed up his stuff, man. Remotely. Yeah, no, no. Like I was pounding my tom, like which was basically my fist hitting my fucking palm, and I fucked up something in Fluffy's office somehow. It was like things go flying off. It's a visual bit for y'all. That's what was on fire. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. That was what was on fire. Yeah, yeah. But, so, um, he smelled like something was burning before that we started recording tonight. Yeah, but yeah, like that ship. That's really cool. I thought that was really cool how they did that, like with the mix. You know, like like you don't hear that Tom until she's just like a heartbeat, and it makes a sound like a heartbeat. Like, the same there. when she says uh, only thunder happens when it rains, and they hit the symbol. Yeah, does that. you know, it's the same sort of thing with the drums, where it's like every time she says thunder, they hit this big symbol. So okay, so she's talking about okay, so like let's think about like let's try to analyze these lyrics like in terms of like poetic sense. When I hear her, like, she's saying like a heartbeat drives me mad, and she's saying you only hear thunder when it's raining. Is she talking about is the thunder she's talking about her heartbeat that pounds all hard like while she's crying because of this situation? Like that's what I kind of like equated it with. Like that's what makes sense. Like the, it'll, you only hear the thunder when it's raining. Like so, like her heart's beating super hard because she's crying. Yeah, or like you only feel like you know the, like you only feel the the love when it's like when you're sad, kind of like and it's like you're le- like we're breaking up and now I realize how much I was missing. Right, you know, like, that, you know? like, like they, they call yeah. like like heartbreak is a term, like for a reason. You know what I mean? Like you feel it. Like when you feel that feeling, it's inside of you. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's a weakening of. It's like a like physical the, thing, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's an emotional. Like, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an emotional thing that has a physical impact. Like you literally feel that in your chest, and you just kind of like crumple around it. I don't know, man. Like this is crazy. Like I don't know. I think that this song in particular, like this is a song that everybody's mom listened to whenever they broke up with the last boyfriend before they met your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Or if your parents are divorced, this is a song your mom listened to 
whenever your parents got divorced. <clears throat> All right, Flavio, before you say anything else, what the hell happened? <laughs> so, um, I have, uh, my desk is a cheap particle board desk. And uh, my monitor stand was uh, mounted on the corner of my cheap particle board desk. And uh, mm. said desk broke off. And my monitor right when Chuck hit his hand to his palm. It just ripped it right Dude, off. Yeah. So I'm missing I'm missing like a good like a good fucking chunk of the corner of my desk here. So my monitor is monitor on the okay. floor. See, oh, see no. the monitor oh, wow. on the floor. Oh, and oh. and like I don't know if we can see. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. broke. Yeah. Yeah, it like it like just fucking snapped off. So it's a big yeesh. Um, I unplugged my monitor. Uh, it luckily did not break my brand new headset or take my either of my laptops down with it. So I'm gonna Your I'm gonna chalk it up to that's good. To and you got carpet. You see, land on some carpet. So that's it did land time. on carpet. Uh, there there was some black plastic that was broken that's laying on the ground that I don't know what it belongs to yet, but. Mm. Um, I'm sure it's cosmetic. It's what gives you the frames. I think it's, that's it's, your frame. Yeah, yeah. Those are your frames. You lost. You just lost four frames. It's back to Xbox with you. Well, luckily, it's not like my main monitor. It's it's my old monitor. So if it did break, it sucks. But it, yeah, it's your secondhand news monitor. No. Yeah, it is. It's my secondhand news monitor. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm building my desk when I get home. I was going to build a desk with my brother-in-law. I guess this kind of just forces my hand. So that was interesting. Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> um, were, so were you guys still talking about dreams or did you guys move on we to? We were. We haven't okay. moved on to. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry to cause chaos. This is, this is quite an interesting show. We're like 45 minutes in and two songs into this album. You're going to be the one who has to edit it. So. Dude, and I'm fucking tomorrow is like a go to bed early because I got to wake up at 3 a.m. and drive to St. Louis type of day. So, um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, we should probably move on then to song number three. Never go back again. I like going back. again. Super short. Yeah, I call it. Like, I call this minutes. my uh, simple, happy acoustic guitar song. mistakes it's just, like, it's just the plucking of the car it's like perfect it's like the timing it's so well done it's just it blows you know my fucking mind chuck when i listen to this and i'm like they recorded this reel to reel with a microphone i mean in fairness they probably had a budget that wasn't constricted by however many Reels they can purchase with two inch tape. Like that shit's mad expensive now, but that's just a cost, whatever. They probably, if they had to take a hundred takes, they would take a hundred takes, but yeah. I did uh, enjoy when I was reading about this song that uh, they restrung Buckingham's guitar every 20 minutes, 
as he was picking on this song. So every time they recorded it, they restrung it like after every 20 minutes of trying to lay down the tracks. Really? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the budget for this was unlimited. <laughs> it does feel like it was I unlimited. Was, I mean, it was. I mean, they, I think, yeah. Because apparently it was a giant party as well. So. Mm. And they just spent a fortune. You, you think the cocaine was part of the budget for this as well? Yeah, it used to be. Mm. It used to be part of the budget it's, in well, the 70s. It's probably, it's probably just a guy. A guy I mean, do you really guy. think it was all cocaine, though? I would think that there would be like more like acid and mushrooms and like uh, weed. And, I guess it would be No, no just cocaine. 1977, 78? If I was on acid or mushrooms, hypothetically, I've never done that sort of thing because I'm a good boy. But I, I wouldn't want to do cocaine on top of that. I uh, oh, but I'm gonna take the word of the hypothetical uh, the <laughs> hypothetical guy over here. I mean, I'm still living, so. I mean, I definitely didn't take psychedelics every weekend for like a three year period of my life in adolescent as an adolescent. But um, yeah, I never had the desire to do coke when I was not on that. I mean, when I wasn't on that. All right, so um, before we implicate ourselves on digital media. Hey, um, statute of limitations, man. <laughs> <laughs> the other, nice, was like the other nice thing about the song good, is, um, um, is it, again, it's back to Lindsey Buckingham. So he had the first song about like we're breaking up and then uh, the second song about breaking up and it's back to him. And he's just like, all right, I'm never going back again. We're done. Like, yeah. It's like, the most it's like, like, bubbly it's like, just like uh, going back and forth with like the breakup way. songs. Right. Steve Nicks is like, I'm so sad we're breaking up. I'm thinking about all we lost. He's like, yeah, I'm not going back. <laughs> and it's interesting, too, because it is really just a really like there isn't as much going on as there was in the previous song in Dreams. Um, and, but it it's works. Simple, but it's it works. Not, but it's not um like there's a lot of layered sounds. Right. No, even though it's like just a guitar, there's not like a lot else going on. It's like. They like layer a lot of things underneath of it. I don't know how to. It's no, it's. I don't know if they have like multiple guitars or they like offset it or something, but. It's background vocals and overdubs, man. Yeah, it's just anyway. Right, right. Um, but the the again like the the theme of this album, like the cleanliness to it. It, you're right. It's a complex sound, but they pull it off so well that it just feels like a simple like just a person and then his guitar. Like it all like. It all comes together so well that you're just like, oh, it's just a dude singing with an acoustic guitar, you know? It's also like a two-minute song, so it almost serves as like an interlude. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like like another turning of the page of this book, if this album is like a story, you know what I mean? It's just a quick little little interlude. It's weirdly happy, given the side note. Like the music itself is a very happy tune. Yeah, yeah. Like almost like, kids, like nursery rhyme happy. Oh, dude, it's totally yeah. happy. Totally happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it's definitely compared and, and like in terms of like the tones compared to dreams. Like dreams is like the one song that has like more of like a like a deeper kind of like low tone. Like they have like the steel guitar in that one. It's like the one. It's like the the one uh, song that has like the slide guitar, but like you can't hear the actual like plucking of the strings. You know, it has more of like a lower tone, like a like a lower register. And it's more like, I don't know, I guess simple, I guess, if that makes sense. Whereas they get more and more complex as it goes on. But like it's a it's like the complete different perspective compared to dreams. This one. Cool. 
That definitely is. Now we move on to the song we all got to listen to in uh, 1992 when Bill Clinton got nominated for the Democratic uh, ticket. Mm. Don't stop. Was this a was this his song? Yeah, that was the song yeah. that uh, that played in '92 at the DNC when he got the nomination. Mm. He also got the original band Fleetwood Mac to all reunite to sing it to him, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> that was like the first thing they had gotten back together after they broke up. I think. It I mean, after you know, death. You put the fear of death in someone, and they'll definitely get back together and sing a song yeah. for you. Well, it was. They're like, yeah, we'll sing you a song about infidelity, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it just me or is "Don't Stop" like a like a, like an '80s jukebox song? Like, I don't know about you guys, but this like this like makes me think of like a like a, a like a pizza parlor slash bar type of place or like a resort like bar pizza parlor place like I feel dude I totally feel that yeah yeah that, that definitely is a pizza parlor like, not just any pizza parlor I'm talking like small town yeah. America pizza parlor like yeah like we got a beat we got the Elvira pinball game in the corner and you got the fucking primal rage on the other side or like, I mean? like spy hunter <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or dude, asteroids I, I, I totally actually know that. picturing the place like northern wisconsin up here yo you're on a lake and it's all like wood beams in the place and stuff like that i can tell you rob it's actually i am picturing hayward wisconsin spider lake that is exactly where i am like i'm about 45 minutes north of you in cable wisconsin but it's the same exact area yes dude yes same damn people running these yeah, see, I'm thinking northwest of you guys in Raleigh, North Dakota, at DNB Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but the like, they gotta yeah. have the the like bar pizza, right? Like, it's mostly a yeah. bar, but okay, they put pizza in there hold so on, your yeah. kids can come too. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me let me give you my uh, 30 second potato thumbs podcast Yelp review of DNB Pizza in Raleigh, North Dakota. Right. It's fucking trash. <laughs> it's salty, like. It tastes like they cooked a shitty pizza and then just fucking threw a shit ton of salt on top of it. So yeah, don't bother. Yo, man, I can't tell you how many hours I spent in this in this pizza parlor bar place with my father. And I like go back and think about it. I'm like, dude, like that place just had to be coated in fucking secondhand smoke. Like so much secondhand yeah. smoke, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so how it was. Like, it was the, like dad's gotta watch the kids. All right, come on. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. We're going. To We're gonna bar. go to the bar. You can go play some yeah. shuffleboard or something. Here's a quarter. Yeah, put yeah. don't <laughs> stop on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's a whole bunch of quarters. Just go yeah, have no, fun in no, the corner yeah. in the play yeah. section. No, they, they hand you the five dollar bill, which is like just buys you buys them x amount of time to they sit there and drink a pitcher of beer with your uncle <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know exactly, mean? Yeah, dude. Just, yeah, so you got like the gumball machine over here. You got your video games. You got your pinball. You got the jukebox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all drinking the Mountain, box drinking is, Mountain uh, Dew out of the pitcher is don't stop. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the it's the jukebox yeah. too where the pages flip. You know, you hit the button yeah. and the pages flip to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and like it's a really good song, but everyone's heard it so much, and I, I don't think it's nearly the best song on this album. That's really funny, dude. I literally wrote a well-known song. It's funny because it's a great song, a hit, yet it's not even close to the best on this album. It's just like it's just like uplifting motivation. Yeah, go get them. Go get them, guy. You're gonna have a great day tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's like motivating or whatever. It's like okay. I do enjoy the quote that says, uh, that Christine McVie wrote, it says, I, I might have, I guess, been directed towards John, but I'm just not a pessimist. Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, we've been talking about Nixon Buckingham, but John and Christine McVie were also going through a divorce when this album came out. So she's writing songs about, you know, the divorce with him. Oh, the song has a good guitar solo too, Chuck. Yeah, at the end. Dude, they all have like that like guitar solo at the end. Visual bit. Fluffy's playing his air guitar. Fuck yeah, this out. is an air guitar and central. Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. This is just the song you like throw on a pair of sunglasses when you're listening to it and then you just like walk down the street. You yeah. know? Or like driving in an old car. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> this, this is, is totally this is a good this is good like driving in an old car in the summertime with the windows down. Smoking something. Yep. And it's just on the radio. You didn't put it on. No, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're like, hey, what's on the radio? All right. On to Go Your Own Way, which is also a song that everybody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also a song about Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks breaking up. You know, this is this is a song, though, like the difference between Don't Stop and Go Your Own Way is is they're both happy songs, like they're both upbeat, but this song I feel like really could change your fucking day. Like this is like a really turn your fucking day around type of song, you know? Like you start singing it, like you can be in a bad mood and by the time the song is over, you're like, okay, all right, we'll fucking, we're gonna do this. Go our own way. It's one of those songs that's like it's upbeat and stuff like that, but the lyrics themselves are not like for me at least not super heavy. It's like almost like lying to yourself, you know. Loving you yeah. isn't the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, alright, fine. It's not gonna work. Go your own way. I'm fine with it. Don't worry about me. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, I mean these songs are relatable to anybody that's ever been cheated on. Like you really have to like be in that situation to, because that shit like that shit fucking sucks, man. Like I've been that dude. And that's the thing. It's like, you, you can't go forward. Like you just can't, I mean, you can try it, but it's always going to be in the back of your mind kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, once you shake that foundation of trust, it's like just done. And like, so if you've been in that situation, like this album is very relatable but I mean, yeah, but it's weird. Like, like Rob was saying that, so like the lyrics of the situation isn't like a good situation, but they're trying to make like a, put a positive spin on like moving forward from that. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, it didn't work out. You can go your own way. This, I, I definitely could see what you guys are saying, though. Like, I could totally see this, and I'm sure it's been in at least one movie where it's raining and someone just broke up and they're they're moving on. They're they're moving they're moving through as they walk through the rain. Sad. It's the rom com like like vignettes of like <laughs> you know like like the pivot in the movie when it starts to pick up again, right? Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah it's a good song. I mean, it's three. It, Lindsey Buckingham's three songs are "Secondhand News," "Never Going Back," and "Go Your Own Way," and they're all like weirdly like upbeat songs about breaking up with someone and moving on. Right. You know, just so happens that that someone is, uh, has to share, yeah. share a stage with them every time they go out to perform. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd be mad. Awkward, wild. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still yeah. holding to like, by the end of this song, you're fucking bobbing your head and you're like, you're motivated, man. It's, dude, it's, like, it's got that. It, it might, it might be a great driving guitar too. It's like it's the mix. solos. But dude, it's mixed so well, and it doesn't stop. But like every like every couple of measures, it's like something new or something different. I just love the instrumentation, man. There's like so much going on, like with all the overdubs, and that's good. And all the har- uh, and, and on all the songs, all the harmonies mm-hmm. are like they fit so well together, and it's all different people like harmonizing. Like this one, I think is Nick Fleetwood and Lindsey Buckingham harmonizing. You know, in other cases, it's it's Christine McVeigh and Lindsey Buckingham. You know, and then. But they fit together so well in every song. Doesn't matter who it is. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we are putting the guitar solo in the background the whole time Cliff is talking because that worked out really well in my my headphones right here. <laughs> okay, <so. laughs> cool. Yeah, the guitar solo in that one's great. That, like high pitch. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'd like to uh, take a moment to. Uh, be a little forthright in saying that um, I have nothing to contribute to the next song. I skip that every time. Uh, so I have one note. Have I have one note. I did not write this note. This is from my wife. So I also have nothing to contribute, but I will plagiarize what she told me, which is this is a rainy day lullaby. Mm. Except for it I don't is. like your voice. So like you don't want to play it on purpose. I will say this in the in the original LP, this ended the first side and it's like a good end to an out like it's a good last, you know, because then you flip it over and you get like back into like. So if you notice on LPs, they'd always like start hot and then kind of end with something slow. Not always, but a lot of albums and then like flip it over on the B side and it'd be like hot again. Mm. So there'd be like this. So like you'll like as you play through a CD or like a Spotify thing, like you don't get that like, oh, my, I got to stop, flip my album over, take a break, you know. And so there's like a weird, like a lot of times there's weird disconnects in these old albums. And this is one of those ones where like, like this is like this like slow song and it's meant to like fade out. And then like you have to do something to like hear the next song. I mean, I would have been okay with them um, just fading out before the song started. I am with Chuck on this I one. I it was okay. <laughs> it's, it's the one song that's like kind of like, that's not, that's like, I want to get back together. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like the one song that's like, maybe we can make it work. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know because I've never heard it. But uh, <laughs> no, I would say that. Uh, but no, it's it, the song feels a little like. Okay. okay. It's a little in generic. Terms like, in terms like, of redeeming qualities, <laughs> I, it shows their versatility as a band. They can make the song and it's pretty. It's just not for me. It's, it's better than Oh Daddy. I'll, I'll give it that. 
Mm. I think Oh Daddy's more musically complex and it has a lot more going on, whereas this is just a girl singing with a piano, mm. not a whole lot else. Absolutely true. Yeah. It feels a little like out of place. Yeah. On this 100%. Album. Well, just. Um, and though it's recorded even. It, it, it's yeah. It's more like. Um, yeah. It's not as crisp, I guess. Um, like the notes kind of flow into like they kind of everything kind of fades into each other like the piano. It does. Um, it does not feel as crisp. I'm listening to it, and and I agree, man. Like it doesn't. Like like yeah. even the guitar parts. It's like very. Dis- the notes are distinct, like almost staccato a little bit, and it's more the way they record it than it's the way they play it. But and this one is more like uh, feels good belongs on another album. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I I kind of agree though. It's not. It's kind of the not my um, favorite song on the album. I like how me I like how me and Fluffy decided to punt, and we expected Cliff and Rob to take over, but just Cliff nope. took over, and Rob Rob didn't say shit either. No. Uh, this is a punt song for me too, especially That's since okay. like the next song is the one that I enjoy maybe the most on this album. Well, no, Dreams is better, but how fucking good is the drum intro on the chain? Yeah. Oh, good. God damn, dude. Just. It's it's a good, it's good. just it gets yeah, you that, like you don't even realize yeah just that kick drum just yeah. just like setting the pace and that they just, just like build finger picking guitar the over the top of it yeah this one's like more country too and this is like so this is like the song okay we're talking about like how like a movie scene or whatever we're like pretend we're music directors we're, we're, we're trying to find a, a song to play in our movie this is like the song that you play where like the person from the city is like driving back home to the country where they're from this is like on their drive they're like yeah the county line the like there's some fucking yeah, dust yeah. blowing yeah. back there yeah dude yeah. Yep. yeah going back to my old going back to my old town and all my old memories this and that and and you like and like the camera pans over and then you see like a, a wooden fence and an old tree and like a kid like kicking a stick or whatever you know what I mean? as kids are bound to do shit i would argue though that you've been more country than any of us here on this call at one I point have. in your life yeah at one point yeah i know like for like three years of my life yeah i was country as fuck my cousin used to like run on the gla- gravel road like barefoot like straight up gravel barefoot and, like his feet were like fucking just beat up, man. I'm like, damn, you're crazy. Dude, yeah. He's running, like fucking sprinting, like crazy. I'm like, man, my cousin, my cousin's country shit. He's still like that, man. It's crazy. I'm like, damn, dude. He's I, mean, like, I grew up with a gravel eight. driveway, and 
my entire life. It was still like, oh, if I'm barefoot, I have to walk across the gravel. It's like hopping yeah. as quickly as I yeah, can. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's like, my cousin, yeah. yeah. My cousin Chris is basically made out of Kool Aid and leather, dude. Like, <laughs> so, um, it's crazy as fuck, man. But yeah, up north, like at my grandparents' place, it's all like pine tree forest, right? So, like, your feet get roughed up, like, stepping on dead pine needles all the time. But gravel is, like, next-level fucking hardcore, man. Like, I'll take pine yeah, needle forest any day over over gravel yeah, driveway. That's just, like, prickly. Yeah. yeah. Gravel, gravel, gravel is, like... It's nature's Legos. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a driveway full of micro-machines. Yeah, dude. I have told you guys the story before, I think. But uh, one day I was riding down to the bus on the driveway, uh... Had my school books in my right hand, and I tried to brake my bike with the left hand. Uh, and oh, went front brake. Front brake oh. down the hill oh. as I started going down. <laughs> and <laughs> flipped the bike, went face first onto the gravel driveway, and slid for about 20 feet. I was picking gravel out of my skin for like four oh. days. So that's how so you know you live in the country. The gravel road is like every time it would rain, it would like change. Like the road would like change. There'd be like a new hole. Washboards, and there'd man. Be, like, a new hill. You always had to like keep your eyes down when you're riding. Those washboards fucking show up. You know what, oh, dude? Yeah. My grandpa, like his, like my grandma didn't like like the washboards because we got dirt roads up up at their place, <laughs> and she wasn't about that, right? So he would his his solution was to drive like ninety miles an hour over it. So you're like gravel rolling hills just fucking f- pedal to the floor so you don't feel the washboards on your tires like you just <laughs> like, go over the top of them <laughs> that's what my dad yeah. used to say about speed bumps he's like the trick is to go fast and it actually in the old the new ones they have these new speed hill humps it doesn't work yeah like the old speed bumps the little ones that actually would work you could just like bang yeah them. but that but that was in a you're driving out a fucking Big old Lincoln or a Buick yeah. or some shit. Yeah, like an eight thousand. Yeah, like an eight thousand pound car with fucking yeah, springs like, for a truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, soft ass tires. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yo. No, but we what I like about the song like is towards the end, like when all the vocals, like after that, how like it kind of just like drops out a lot of the music, and then that that bass, like they they bring in the bass, but it's like super growly. And like if so, it fades out, and they bring in the bass, and it kind of slowly builds and builds and builds and builds, and then fucking boom, and it smacks in the face again. There's all this shit going on musically, but that it's like and like the drums are kind of like, oh, it's good. Yo, like, the like harmony the, on those uh, choruses is amazing too. Ooh, and the the very end when they're the chains will keep us hold us together, and they're all singing it together, and all the instruments are going, dude. Like this song goes out hardcore. Like, it sounds so good. I love that bass, man. Like you don't hear a lot of the bass in like a lot of the songs, but they really like accentuated that. It's all like growly and kind of grimy. It's good, man. Yeah. But I love the uh yeah, the guitars again, like the electric guitar. And there's a tambourine in the song. You hear tambourines. Kind of yeah. 
Which is uh, Stevie Nicks. She plays tambourine for the band. Oh, yeah. When she's not yeah, cheating she's on good. people. <laughs> so funny you cheated on. Or be cheated on. Funny you should bring that up. I'm looking at the uh, the story for you make love and fun. And uh, she was written by Tristan McVeigh. She's got a tapper in one hand and a dick in the other. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in miracles? (laughs) I'm beginning to wonder why. (laughs) But yeah, so you make love and fun. Uh, written about an affair between Christine McVie and the band's lighting director, but she told her husband the song was about a dog. Mm. <laughs> I, I swear it was. I swear it was a gym. It was, it was about our puppy. <laughs> what? What do you mean he? Uh, he looks beautiful in the light. Oh, that's the dog. The dog looks beautiful in the light. The dog looks beautiful in the light. I don't understand yeah. why you're questioning me here. <laughs> These are some very broken people. I just, I really do like the believe. A lot of H's in there. She pulls it off. It's very British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I think this is also... another one of the songs that you just know. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was never a huge hit, but like you've always, you've definitely heard it before. Yeah, man. Yo, I like I worked construction uh, early on in my life, and this this whole album was basically what was on the radio every day. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's all there is to it. Like classic rock. Like roofing houses. <laughs> yep. My dad my dad and his buddies music, like pretty much this album you know, every day. It's like that's like legit like corporate fucking playlist curation. It's like we gotta have at least two Fleetwood Mac songs, one Eagle song, one uh Leonard Skinner and uh the A C D C and or Guns N' Roses. And that's like that's like that's literally half your fucking program. Right the rest of your oh, fucking, yeah. Well, that is a good song. Chuck has already got his resume set up for a classic rock director at some yes. radio station in town. Yeah. I think we should do a classic rock station, guys. Hey, you know what? I think yeah, we just get like all the albums that Rob has picked and just put them on shuffle. We'll just talk bullshit in between. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming, and I'm so happy Dude. about it. I, I mean, it's a shame there aren't like DJs anymore because I, I always thought that would have been like the greatest job is just to be like a record, de- like a radio DJ. Cliff, just get a soundboard, man. You bullshit for a minute, you play, you pick another song and play it. Oh man, right? You know what? Yeah, th- you can still do that. Wait. You can still do that. It just won't be on the airwaves. You know, See, you just, it's, it's called mixed by. <laughs> I mean, I still do it. I'm just in my house by myself. (laughs) I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do it on Twitch, though. I want like I want us to just be able to be on Twitch and play music for people and bullshit in between. But we can't. They won't let us do it. We can. It's just you can't play on demand. You can do it live. There's just no bots, right? 
Yeah, you have to do like. Oh, yeah, I think you. I don't know, man. When you when you use the classic rock, like that's that's their that's their protected butter, right? Plus, I think Mick Fleetwood's kind of (laughs) litigious, from what I understand. I'm pretty sure Lindsey Buckingham suing the band right now for their 2019 uh, comeback tour that went awry. So, all right. Well, fuck. I don't, guys. I just don't want to know. Is the name okay. of the next song. This is another one of those songs that, like, I know it. It's fine, but it doesn't, like, grab me the way some of the previous ones have. It's like a, that other song that we heard earlier that was, like, an interlude, but it's just a longer version with more vocals. Does it actually have hand claps in this, too? Or yeah. am I imagining that? Mm-hmm. No, there's hand claps. Some hand claps in it. Um, It's uh the cymbals, too. Like, the hi-hat. Like the hi hat has like a clappiness to it. Okay. I, f- yeah. I feel it like it, it's up. Go ahead. It's got like the uh, just upbeat, like groove vocals. Yeah. It, it feels like uh, the intro to a, to some sort of sitcom from the 70s. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. So I can see that. It's a good song, well, but like on this album, it's like kind of. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, with everything else on here, it's kind of forgettable. <laughs> right? Isn't that funny? Right? Oh, God. Like on someone else's album, you'd be like, this is one of the best songs on the album. And on this album, you're like, eh. <laughs> it's average. It's fine. Average greatness. Yeah, average greatness. <laughs> yeah, no, I could totally see that, that 70s sitcom, though. You know, like we're like in the intro, like they're going through and they're like, Showing the cast, like, yeah. here's a dad played by this guy. Here's a mom, and she's she's like drying off a plate, and then here's like the son riding his bike, and it's like, eh. yeah, so, yeah, like, introducing the family. It's got uh, that that puffy yeah. fucking like puffy lettering with like a like a silhouette behind the lettering to make it stand out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and at the end of the song, it shows the family all waving together like this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone's doing something silly. There's at least one silly moment in the intro too. You know, there's yeah. that guy. It's a, it's like mom has like whipped cream on her fingers. She puts it on the dad's nose, and they have a good laugh. <laughs> it's the wacky neighbor. He's doing yeah, something yeah. funny outside oh, yeah. while getting his yeah. mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh god damn it! All right. Well, I'm glad that we all feel that way about this song. Yeah. Oh. Now it's your favorite, Fluffy. Since you already called out that you didn't like it earlier. Mm. Oh, daddy, can we just skip to the next song? I mean, at least this one has more going on musically than just a piano. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I'm not adding, like, go, like, in depth as far as, like, lyrics or whatever. But there's a lot more going on musically in this one. I mean, you know who my wife is, so you know how much I love piano. Mm-hmm. Good old Regina. Yeah, huh. old Regina. Lady Spectre mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah, Christine McVie. Yeah, she, and it's funny. Her songs do kind of like stand out like mm-hmm. like the other one that she did where it's her and her piano as being like kind of different from everything else in the album. Mm-hmm. I do it's like them both, vibe. but yeah, it's like it's like a Carpenter song, both of her songs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the bass line in the back. That's good. <clears throat> This one is a bit more soul, I feel like, than the uh, other one. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you guys that. Yeah. Like, I really, I really hated this song listening to the album, but now that we've listened to the 
Songbird and we've listened to this one again, like I totally agree with you guys. There's so much more to this song. Like the drums work so much better. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. you guys you guys persuaded me. And they have that uh there's like a synthesizer, like it has like a synthesizer sound, but it's like a flute sound, I guess. Yeah, they have like some harmonies as well. So it's like not just or in a piano. It's like there's more music in the background. It's good. You know, it's funny because the last three songs on this album are, are really chill. Like, mm-hmm. this one's definitely the most chill, I think, but yeah. Anything else on Daddy? Mm. No? Okay. Uh, we good? I like, I like Gold Dust Woman. Okay, you know what Gold Dust Woman reminded me of? Had you guys seen True Detective? No. Yes. The first HBO. season. Yeah, the first season. Oh, uh, wait. Who's in the first season? Uh, Matt, Woody I did see the first yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay, weird. So, so yeah. But th- this song could have been the intro song. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%, dude. Like, 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 you know how like they do all that crazy editing with like the silhouettes with like the video in the background with like the murder scene and all that shit? Yeah. Like, this song totally could have been that. Man, that show's so fucking good, man. Dude, this yeah. this song. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah. This song has has so much going for it too, man. Like for as yeah, chill man. as it is, like there's some there's some fucking weird yelling at the end with like crazy alien effects on it, and like. Dude, yeah. Stephen Nicks goes into the lyrics though, man. Like I was listening to this shit, and like man, she like. So it's like. She's basically like like fake uh, like fake empathizing with like the person that cheated on her. <laughs> it's like, oh, did she make you cry? <laughs> what did she say? Hold on, let me pull them up. Give me a second. Did she make you cry? Did she make you break down? Did she shatter your illusions of love? <laughs> Is it over now? Oh, hold on, dude. It's funny, man. Like, like, so she's yeah. She's like, she's basically like, yeah, like. Fuck you. Like, what are you sad? Or did your little girlfriend break your heart? Oh my gosh, you poor thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Chuck, you literally <laughs> were saying it as it was playing in my ears, and that was amazing. I like it. This is funny, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. And, like, and it's cool, too, because, like, the drums are really soft in the beginning, too, like, when she's saying it, and, like, the way that she's delivering the lyrics, like, it, it really has... Yeah. Like a like a chill but confident vibe to it. Like I I dig it because then like the song develops, like it it grows and explodes right with emotion. Man, that part like I like that line she says like rulers make bad lovers. You better put your kingdom up for sale. Like that's <laughs> cool, man. That's fucking cool. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like a country feel to it too a little bit but i feel like late 70s pop sort of had a real close like that guitar the steel guitar like what's americana kind of yeah it's it's a pronunciation too man it's that delivery it's got that country like twang like at the end of her end of her sentences and the way that she carries some of the vocals 
I think that's just how goats bleat. <laughs> you know, I was really afraid that we were going to fucking do the goat joke like on every song when you brought that up. And I'm really happy that we made it to we song 11. Hey, you know, I, I, I brought that up to Erica. She never seen that episode before. She's like, you're such an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I wasn't the one that made the joke. It just changed the way I listened to Fleetwood Mac forever. <laughs> Hey, Matt and Trey. Yeah, so um, I I do like the end part, though, where she's doing like the weird alien yelling, like understanding what they had to go through for the recording process to like get that sound and that they don't have digital effects and they can't just play with knobs to the same extent that people can today. Like it would be really cool to see what they were doing or yelling into into the room, into the microphone to get her to sound like that, you know? Because she starts building up, right? Like, the song is quiet for almost the whole song, and it is until the very end. Like, till you start mm-hmm. getting, like, to the four-minute mark where it, like, starts building up, and the guitars get a little bit more crazy, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. like the melody's going off, like, to the left and to the right, and then, yeah, it's cool. I just think it's really cool what they do, like with the, it's just like they do like painting like a visual soundscape, you know, with all the music and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's all the tones gone off. Yeah, it's like it's good. It's good. It's kind of like dark and like spooky almost. You know what I mean? But she's like totally. oh, it's a gold dust woman. It's like like this gold dust woman that came and stole my man away, kind of thing. You know? It's like, Apparently, they're like they had Mick Fleetwood break glass for some of the audio in there too, just trying to like do it on beat and eventually they just gave up and said just smash the glass and we'll make it work here so hmm. that's crazy and like I, I think back to it and i'm like i guess i could figure out where that was happening but when i was listening to it i've never guessed that that was the no, sound that was being done no not at all man dude, it's just i keep going back to it but dude the way it's mixed man it's just so good you can hear everything so distinctly and perfectly it's uh, i can't get over that part man it's pretty wild the sounds and a lot of it like in a lot of the songs they um there were a lot of crazy things they did where they would position people in weird spots like for some songs that have like mick fleetwood and the bass player like facing each other in the corner of the room and they'd put someone else in another room to record like they had pe- people broken up all these different like studios and rooms while they were playing at the same time and they kept mixing it up for different songs I don't know how much that came into it, but I was reading about it. It sounded like wild. They're like, yeah. And then we like rotated the drums this way for this song. And I'm like, like, so it's more than just even just like the engineering. It's like they had this whole, I don't know, just where they put stuff together. Well, dude. And that's the thing is like, think about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was lucky enough booth, you know, I was lucky enough to be invited to a couple like nice, legit, expensive studios 
when people were recording stuff or asked me to record stuff with them and and like setting the vibe and like and and how everything is laid out and having that energy is so huge and to listen to mm-hmm. this album and knowing all the fucking drama going on in the background and they still like like it's just so much fucking greatness dude in so many different ways on every song i'm really happy that we have this album this week Man, I was really, I wanted to try to find that documentary that I watched about the recording of this album and actually did find it. Uh, just looking it up tonight. I didn't get a chance to watch it before the show, but I want to go back and watch it again. That is just fucking. Do you know where it's on? Great, what, like, is it on some, is it on Netflix or? Uh, I just Googled it. It popped up in IMDb. I think you find it somewhere. Okay. I don't know. I'll find it. All right. So, last song? But yeah. Last one. This one is probably my favorite mix out of all of them. Really? Apparently, it wasn't yeah. on the original album either. Uh, yeah. It got cut, um, and then it got put on the B side of like the "Go Your Own Way" single. Um, but we were listening to on Spotify. They only have the remastered version, and they included on that uh, with like eighty song other Silver Springs, eighty other songs, right? It's like it's like a five-hour <laughs> album on Spotify. Yeah damn dude yeah i was glad we didn't have to listen to all of that (laughs) yeah not that it's it's bad but it's like how many versions of dreams i need to hear you know (laughs) they do that a lot on spotify i notice you'll pull up like the 25th anniversary edition you're like why why is it three hours long like some Mm -hmm. album yeah so the mix on this you liked yeah, I like the mix on it. It's also kind of a sad song too, but it's like talking about the whole situation. She says, "Did you say that she's pretty? And did you say that she loves you?" She said, "Baby, I don't want to know." It's like, don't tell me about her. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a practicality. It's like, no, don't tell me about the person, this other person. Like, I don't want to know about that shit. But no, the mix is really good. I like that shit. It's like so clean. It it is a really good song to end on. It is super clean, super chill, laid back. never overpowers the vocals and the vocals never overpower the music like you can listen to it and the whole time you can hear everything they're saying but if you're focusing on the music you can like hear all of the different instruments too which is like we've been saying this entire time quite an accomplishment it's 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 the bar you know what i mean like this <laughs> they they taught, just, taught it in your college class that's what i'm saying it's, it's like the bar for analog recording like since then it's been changed with the advent of digital recording and computer like synthesizers and sampling and all that shit. There's so much you can do now. It's like that wasn't available back then, but for just straight up analog recording, like plugging a microphone in <laughs> and putting it up against a putting it up against a fucking guitar amp, miking drums, miking vocals, like the, 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 the analog 
the processing involved. You just you know, the EQs, yeah. the reverbs, like everything together. It's like you have to be on your this shit. Is like old school, right? Yeah, this is like straight up old school, like fucking ninety six channel patch babe outboard gear, fucking two inch tape. Like like you have to do your edits with the fucking razor blade and a roll of and a roll of fucking scotch tape and shit. Like it's bro, it's it's. Dude, it was the best. The amount, like, 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 they, yeah, they say like Sergeant Pepper's at the time, like for the Beatles, like that was like that broke boundaries, and they they just did different shit, and it was like it was like it was just different at the time, and that was like the sixties or whatever, and then like Pink Floyd did their shit, and then this, but this as far as like like just cleanliness and professionalism, like this was like the pinnacle of it. It was like there was like these guys are Steely Dan. Were like the two that we learned about, dude. But it's just that's so good to 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 think about Chuck. The amount of fucking knobs that had to be positioned just right when they were recording the shit and editing the shit and mastering the shit. Like just some of them could have just been off a little bit, and that would have fucked the recording. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing about those big ass recording consoles. They look super complex, and like, oh my gosh, there's hundreds of buttons and knobs and all dials and all this shit. Each channel is the same. But think about so the really plugins. Like channel, like, That's what I'm talking oh. about. Like all of those plugins that they probably had going. Like you know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's a it's a patch bay, man. It's fucking. They 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 basically have every input and output on this big ass grid, and you're connecting it with cables like a fucking old school telephone operator. You know what I mean? So it's like the output of one channel or the output of one send is going to the input of this device. From the output of that device going to the input of this device, and then going back to this other return channel, which you can control individually. You can each, you can, each one has its own different like EQ on it or panning or whatever. Like you, there's so much control on those things, and it's like the concept of it is simple. The the application of it can be complex once you understand the basics of one channel. You can understand them all. It's 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 a fun thing to do. But yeah, like these guys, yeah, they had the best people working on. And some of the best musicians too. Yeah, it was. It's it's great. Thank you, Briz and Rob. Yeah, it's all it's all Bryce because he was the one who suggested it, and I was way too lazy to think of anything else. I'm like, I like that album. Let's make everyone listen to it, and uh, I don't regret it at all because it's a great album. Me either. You know, this is another this another album that Erica was like, "Oh, you listen to Fleetwood Mac this time," and I'm like, "You should just go on the podcast for me because you know way more about this." Yo, there is (laughs) every time I pick an album, Erica's like, "I like that album," and every time everybody else picks an album, she's like, "I never heard of them." There is always an open seat for her when when you want to invite her on so she can tell us her shit. I I told her that I was like, 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 "You totally could." She's like, "Oh my god, no, I die." (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, she can she can pick an album set of Rob next time. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I bet you I love the album she picks. How do you uh, feel I about Beyonce? An album. I, uh, I asked her if you were to pick an album to be. She's like, I pick Lemonade by Beyonce. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll probably won't talk about Lemonade. Yeah, we probably don't need. Uh, <laughs> we probably don't need to pick that album. It's a fine <laughs> album. <laughs> no, she likes all kinds of shit. You know, like she's probably Mike's daughter. You know what I mean? So she's been listening to all kinds of crazy hey, shit. When I the good music for. The first time I met her, she was she was on her uh, Mac Miller trip. Yeah, Mac Miller. Now she's on she's on all kinds of different shit. But yeah, it's a trip. I was still dying about uh, that episode of Letter Kenny today with uh, the Danny Brown call out. <laughs> <laughs> Putting Danny Brown on karaoke. 
All right, I gotta watch this letter Kenny show. Dude, it's great. It's oh yeah, that like, came up on uh, raid night too when we were taking dude, roller through is, the first time. He's like, is that all right? I'm gonna hang up and I, go watch Letter Kenny instead. I'm like, I felt like the last time I had these headphones on, someone was telling me about Letter Kenny. Yeah, it was, was Friday fluffy, night. Was it? Okay. It kept coming up. I'm like, God, I gotta, I, I gotta watch it. Cliff, me and is it like um? On Friday night. Is it like rain. Trailer Park Boys? Is that what it's like? Kinda. Kinda. I mean, it's Canadian. small town Canada, but uh, it's a little bit. It's a much different uh, plot than. Not quite as insane. Yeah. All right. I'm it's insane in its own right, but it's a lot more wordplay yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, is it inappropriate? Is it inappropriate for like kids? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will. I will say. Cliff, I'm only into season three, and there's what nine seasons are up. Nine. They're recording ten and eleven right I'm now. I'm already <laughs> contemplating watching it a second time, and I'm not even okay. I'm not even all the way through it. And I'm like, I this is totally a show that I could just watch from episode one again. Right. I'll check it out. I think I need something to watch. That's perfect. Yeah, it's been coming up. Yep. Plus, I love uh, Canadians. Sorry, not, not not to take away from the album. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done with the album talk. We can move on to other stuff. We've been talking for a while. We okay, probably well, talked about the album longer than the album who, is. Who uh, who okay, is next? So, it, it's me. Chuck? I wanted I wanted to bring this okay. up because right, so I've um I've been compiling an album playlist of my own because I don't know what to pick. Ooh, I like it for like. So I, I have as of now. <clears> mm, 22 albums on Apple Music or slash Spotify, and plus maybe another two or three, perhaps more things we can listen to that are not on Spotify or, or, or Apple Music. Um, so we could take this several directions. I was thinking, so we can do like just a good album, like a favorite album of mine. We can do um, like an artist that, or, or we can do an artist and we can like go through and like make like a playlist like we did for Man of Doom, like an artist that people may not have heard about. Or it could be like an artist that people have heard about that deserves to be talked about. It could be, uh, there's so many different directions we can go with this. I'm just trying to think like, I, I thought about maybe choosing an instrumental album. I mean, and, and like trying to talk about maybe just music itself and not have to like fall back on lyrics and like, their interpretation of rap lyrics or whatever, you know, like there's, there's so many different ways we can go. And um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I vote Spotify for for ease of listening uh, and ease of editing. That's well, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not saying, I guess Spotify is not that bad. I mean, there's, there's things that you can stream on SoundCloud or whatever that you can download yeah, okay. specifically. Okay. Like, yeah. So the, I mean, like there's so many different things I want to do. So it's like, or, You're or not gonna I just like fucking... this answer from me, Chuck, but uh, I want to do whatever crazy shit you want to do. So you tell us what is uh, the thing you want to do, and I'm all in on it. It is. I will say though, man, if I can have it on my phone, that's the easiest way for me to listen to it. That's that's why I said okay, Spotify. Well, you, but I, I understand SoundCloud is downloadable. So mm-hmm. I'm with Rob. Um, this like surprise us. You got time, so mm-hmm. think okay. of, think of something. Whatever you most want to do. I don't I guess, care if you're I making mean, me listening to like uh, Mongolian throat music. I'll, I'm in. I'm just saying, are we going for good music or are we going for discussion? I want or somewhere in between. I want you to educate the people. You want me to educate the people? Like you do every time we do a music mm-hmm. album, but uh, 
you, now you get to set the curriculum instead of having to deal with all of our set curriculum. There's just so much. There's like concept albums. There's all kinds of shit. On. It's like, ah. Just uh, like sleep you on know, it, and then the first thing comes to mind or something. I got like not, a, you can't choose wrong. Don't worry. Or I could just like completely yeah. do it randomly. I have like a D twenty here, and I have like twenty albums. I could just like cut. <laughs> I could work, cut it down. Yeah. I could cut it down to twenty, and then just roll this die, and <clears throat> we'll just pick it like that. <laughs> just make sure you put the very worst one as number one. So if you crit fail, we have to listen to one that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are bad. But like, I, don't know, I thought about making. All right, well, pick your best nineteen, here. and then put like Hanson on as your number one. So if you roll a natural Oof. one, we're fucked. Yeah, you definitely have to put. Yeah, if you're gonna roll randomly, you gotta put some bad ones on there. Otherwise, you're not really gambling. Really, uh, just the know. one. Like just just for a crit fail. That'd be funny. <laughs> it's just it's been a. I interesting. I approve of this method. Okay, I'll pick some. Y'all will know by the end of the week. Um, video games. I played I like them. them. We've been playing a shitload of private matches on PC. Yeah, I got it on that last week for a bit. Uh, that was fun. Um, that's fun. I suck. And then uh, I I was playing a little bit with um Scrub during the day. Run into Scrub, and he pulled me into mm-hmm. comp, and uh, I forgot how much I like comp with like teammates that know what they're doing <laughs> like like we've just fell into it and started doing call outs and just having a shit blueberry on our team but still mopping up the other teams i was like oh god i miss this i miss this <laughs> level of like competition and like high level play and dude i clutched a match and i think that was that was a nail in the coffin for me it was a 1v3 and i fucking won the 1v3 for the for winning the match Ooh. yeah yeah, nicely done. Yeah, it felt really good, really good. And I popped my. Su- I took out one guy with my super, but I popped it like instead of waiting for the flag, I popped it when my super was available. And I took out one guy, and the other two split. And and he and uh, Scrub was like, "Oh man, you should have waited." And I'm just like, I had that that moment of like, "Oh, I fucked this up." Like if I would have waited ten seconds, I could have sat on the flag with my super the whole time. Right. So super ran out and they closed in on me from different angles and I fucking held cover and took them out one by one and felt good. So I'm all I'm all up on that uh, competitive PVP again, man. I got the bug. Hmm. I uh, finished all my pinnacles early this week, so I wished to Shirochi and I finished uh, 14 catalysts by just killing the Taken over and over and over Jesus again. Jesus Christ. 14 catalysts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the Damn. fuck? Dude? I hope you were fucking sipping on a full bottle of whiskey because that's a lot of Taken. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, bro. Yeah, I was just like, you know, I'd sit down, spend like an hour running through. So, you know, that's, you know, you only give like four minutes till Shirochi kills you. So it's, you know, 15 runs or so. You get seven to 10 percent, depending on the gun per run and good to go. It's <laughs> a lot of time. It was, it was absolutely mind numbing and painful. But uh, I just like, kept looking like. I found that page where it showed all the catalysts that you had and you hadn't actually finished them. And I'm like, all right, time to start going through it. So then Hippo and I ran Rat King in Gambit tonight so I could start working on that catalyst because it's a teammate. 
fire team kills. So. Oh yeah, that catalyst. Yeah, that's like impossible to do. So uh, I think we ranking raid on Friday. Maybe yeah. That's fucking dope. Um, so what's the best catalyst that you that like that's worth getting? Um, the crimson catalyst. Crimson. I already had that one, but this. Yeah, I got good. that. I got that one. Yeah, I remember good. Sunshot was good. Oh, Sunshot was I, good. That was the one yeah. that I just finished last, uh, was the Sunshot. So now I have the Sunshot Catalyst. That one's yeah. great. What's the SMG, the primary SMG? Huckleberry. Huckleberry, yeah. Yep, that got that one great. unlocked as well. That one's awesome. It like totally reloads your magazine every kill. Mm. Yeah. So you can just fire it for what is, it's amazing. Is there a catalyst for, um, what's the ARC one? Risk Runner? Yes. Risk Runner has... It there comes with one. Yeah, there is one. But you need to get, like, the arc procced, so... Oh, okay. Which is doable in Shirochi, because she shoots you with the arc thing, and then there's high boomers. Uh, but I already had that you one just, done as well. To do that, you just run an arc class, and you stand in your grenade for a second. Yep. That works. Uh, yeah. I haven't finished Acreus yet, but I'm pretty sure the uh, catalyst for Acreus is really good. It is. Yeah, I, I never got that I'm one. Really... That's the one you get from Prestige Catalyst, right? Yeah, but once the Prestige Callus went away, it's like drops and strikes. Or something drop like that. I'm right, I'm really yeah. surprised you didn't get that one earlier because that was like that was a, you had to beat Prestige. Yeah, but that was a catalyst. That was one of the few that dropped right off the bat. Yeah, but then I never used it. Like I got it as soon as they moved it off of Prestige Callus and moved it into the regular loot pool. Mm-hmm. I still was never using Acreus. So what what weird fucking universe were we in where I got that in a Prestige raid and you didn't? Uh, the only time I ran Prestige Raid where it looked like we were going to do it, uh, my Xbox turned off. Oh, okay. And so, mm. thanks, Miles. He says that, but that yet shit. takes no action when Miles is actually on his Xbox. What are you going to do? You don't have a cat, so you don't understand oh, this. But I grew up with cats. I fully understand. Those motherfuckers aren't going to listen to you. Oh, I know they won't listen, and they yeah. will seek their revenge. And there is a reason that my house is now a dog-only house. Mm. I grew up with three cats. I'm, I'm lukewarm on cats. Yeah, I... Not all, not, not all cats are creative. No, no. Cool dog. cats are fucking like cats. cool, and Miles is a cool cat. Like... He he fucks with Rob, but he is a cool cat. Motherfucker got my ear again this week with his gun. Trying to bite, <laughs> trying to bite my beard and bit through the beard and caught my ear and then Ooh. just gave it a shake. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. No, thank you. Sounds a cool uh, cat. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was about it for Destiny. I mean, yeah, I got all my pinnacle stuff done, which was all I was really looking for. I was. Uh, I'm now. I'm now able to do the Grandmaster Nightfall one of these days. I'm high enough to be able to do that. I'm always high enough to That's do cool. Grandmaster. Um, no, I, you're never I, high I, enough to do. I just like those battlegrounds. Like I have I'll fun just, with them I too. Just do those, I'll just do them over and over again for like an hour, and then I'm like, I'm good. It's like so much fun. You like might find it hard to believe. I'm working on my Skyburner's Oath Catalyst uh, oh. when I go to Battleground. Oh. Does, does that make it? Does <laughs> yeah, that make it a, less I effective? Get a of in there, I think. <laughs> yeah, Battlegrounds is fun. You don't have to, like think about anything. You can just like blow stuff up. You can't like screw it up. Like even if you all die, it's just like yeah, I can go get a beer while I'm respawning. Yep. Um, I like it. I really wanted to play Trials this weekend. 
Uh, I really, really wanted to, and I was planning to Sunday, and Saturday night was one of those nights where you lay down in bed, and you just fucking roll. Yes. Side, change position, look at the clock, it's been an hour. Lay there, you look at the ceiling. Yeah, I know. I I keep staying up late during the week, and like, doing not, like, for no good reason. I'm just like not going to bed. And then like Friday night rolls around. I have nothing to do Saturday and I like fall asleep at 10 o'clock at night or Saturday. I do the same thing. And I'm like, I wasted a Saturday night when I could have stayed up late. And then I was going to do it last night. Um, we're, we're traveling and I was like, oh shit, we're recording a podcast on Tuesday instead of Thursday this week. So I had to like go like rotate tires and check oil and fluids and do responsible car things. Yeah, well, one of the weekly challenges uh, is to win seven rounds in trials. So I will be playing trials this next weekend. Win seven rounds? Only seven rounds. You don't need to win seven games. Uh, so okay. All right. I figure in the course of like 21 That's, games, I should be able to get reasonable. those seven rounds done. You can, yeah, I am. I am. You could win two games and get seven yeah. rounds done. I dip my. I did my toe back in the PvP. I could win two games, but it's more likely that I'm losing five one, and that's like going to be a success. Mm, I, I I can't say shit. I I have no idea what trials or destiny PvP is like right now. I'm so out of touch. Surprisingly, but, yeah. the population has been way up the last two weeks. So it yeah. makes well, it. That's because I, I mean I still pay attention to like what's going on. They said the messenger was this week at three wins, mm-hmm. and last week you just had to play to get the fucking the hand cannon. Oh yeah, yeah, and the messenger too this week. So. Yeah, yeah, it was that messenger this week at three wins, and then last week was a hand cannon just for participating more or less. Right? I think just for the bounty. I think the good news is that Bungie will uh, see what's going on here with their population and might invest more into the rewards for trials because like they're really trying to make trials a thing again, right? They want it. They want that big Twitch following. They want that that hype train, and they've the had cool it. Thing this season. The cool thing this whole season is that they put a bunch of guns in the game. Yeah. Like I bought like I bought the season pass. I'm like, there's like 10 or 12 guns I want to chase. I'm like, I'll pay 10 bucks for that, you know? And like last season, it was like I played and it was like, I'm like, there's nothing to like. There were some exotics to get and stuff. There was like stuff to do, but like there weren't really any guns. You know, they were like guns that I had or something like that. And then I was like, oh, well, they're going to go away anyway. I don't play that much. And that's not happening anymore. So I know. I'm so happy. About I mean, that. forget all this other. I don't need armor or any of this other stuff. Just make, make more guns. I don't need more sunglasses. Just more guns. Um, yeah, that battlegrounds like there's just so many fun guns to get in there, and then you get like with really cool new perks. Have you seen that frenzy perk? Yeah, where it's like they that. To, they had to fix it because you could shoot your teammates with it uh, for a while. Oh, when yeah, it was active. Awesome. Oh, that would be so much fun. That would be pretty cool. What you can't perk is that? It. What does that do? So if you're in um combat, so it takes like uh, ten seconds to proc. But if you're in um like combat shooting stuff, it procs and it gives you uh increased like a twenty percent damage buff, faster reload, and I think faster handling right, on so. uh, whatever yeah. gun it is. And as long as you do damage every like five or six seconds with any weapon, that frenzy stays active. So like I have like a submachine gun with it. I'm just like constantly mowing things down. It does like a ton of damage. And then you put it away and pull something else out or like melee somebody and it. It keeps it going. So as long as you're like in like as long as you're not like in the back, like hiding and you're just running around hitting stuff, you're you just keep it up. Um, That's cool. I really yeah, like so I the uh, lasting yeah. impression perk, too, on my rocket launcher. Oh, that I got. Yeah, 
That's a good so one. basically it turns the the rocket into a sticky grenade. So you shoot something and it like yeah, it's the same mechanic as the um the scorch cannons where you would hold yeah. the trigger down. It does the exact same thing, and you can run right up to stuff and like shoot them like point blank and it won't blow you up. Yeah, that's the, the rocket best part will kill about you, it. and then you can run away and they'll run it to somebody else. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of cool new perks and guns and stuff, man. It it, it makes it. I mean, that's what I've been missing. I think in that game, like just like fun dumb stuff to play with you know anyway nice but i Who's just came guns. in chuck i know i Where's i was just looking is, for uh, that april 10th or oh, next week not this weekend it's the weekend after oh did spud said yesterday it was this weekend yeah he, he literally just, he just posted, posted something oh, okay He's not oh, going to lose this weekend. He wants 100% uh, give it all his all. So April 10th will be the next Warzone tournament. Oh, my gosh. Heard it here first. Unless you're on Discord. Then you heard it and, there uh, first. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> right. No, 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 no. You probably read it on Discord, but you're hearing it. From I think it's boss, funny that so. it popped up on both of our other yeah. screens, and we're like, I'm like looking for the channel that he posted it in so I can read it word for word. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a rather large Venn diagram, uh, almost two completely uh, unique circles, and there's a slight overlap of people who are in that Discord and people who listen to our podcast. Mm. Bold of you to assume that there's five people that listen to your podcast. We found out that there's at least six. I know for a fact Agent H is in that Discord and listens to our mm-hmm. podcast. Who else? And yeah. sometimes. Fun, fun he listens actually, to our he podcast. He actually knows that we're recording today. Oh, yeah. By the way, Agent H says hello. He said, tell those putos I said hello. So he says hi. I did try and try and sneak Bryce onto the podcast tonight, but um, he had more important things to do. Mm. I that? figured it was his pick, Thanks. so I asked him last minute. I'm like, hey, do you want to just sneak on and I won't tell anyone you're coming on until we start the show? He, wa- he wasn't about he it. He said, ah, I'm good. <laughs> he was like, I think my wife's baking bread or something. I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not just video games. Mm. What else you guys been playing? Mario Minute. What do we got? Oh, yeah, mm. Mario Minute time. Oh, shit. Um... I don't know. There's like nothing going on. Oh, what? <laughs> Mario. Uh, they um they they're gonna the they, uh, Nintendo is shutting down a bunch of Mario oh, stuff. Yeah. They had like Mario 35, like the Battle Royale. They're turning that off. They're gonna stop. They have a cassette of like all the old uh, 3D games that they're gonna stop selling. They're just like, yeah, we're not gonna sell it anymore. Which is like amazing that they just would stop. Like you can't download it or buy it anywhere. Which is wild that they would do yeah, that. Why but, would they not let you buy it down like digitally? They're just like. Because they're like, well, it was just a celebration for like nine months. Now it's over. Mm. It's just like they're a weird company that yeah, way. Yeah, they are. Um, they kind of just do their own thing. And they're very like they're very much like we do our own thing. And they're they're weirdly traditional. Um, Like they're totally not into like content creators or Twitch or anything like they're not. They don't like support it. And they're like and they, for a while they were like, they're like, you can't stream our games on Twitch. That's yeah. illegal. Yeah, you know, like, they were suing people. Like that. Yeah, it was like. So, they're yeah, weird weird. so that stuff's changing. And otherwise, I, there's not really anything new going on in the Mario world. Um, yeah, there's nothing new. I bought, <laughs> I, I bought my kids a new Switch game this week. I bought them uh, Stardew Valley. Oh, nice. They like it. Yeah, so far, they're fucking all about it, dude. Although, 
one complaint. So they have a co-op mode, but you have to play the co-op mode in single player long enough to build a second house for the co-op person. So if you go into co-op mode uh. from the start, which you can't, you can't like take your single level place and just make a co-op. You have to There's like start a like new, new co-op mode. Yeah, it's fucking. Luigi's like, Mansion was like that. Luigi's Mansion you couldn't do co-op until you like release Luigi in the yeah, game. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, and it's it's so stupid because it's like, who wants to join co-op mode to find out that they have to play the game for like two or five hours? To like actually make it so two people can there. play, yeah. Because the second yeah. player just says waiting for the first player to like f- build the fucking cabin for you, and it's like, okay, you're an like whoever did this is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty wild. Yeah, they have a couple things like that. Yeah, but especially I mean, couch. Co- I love couch co-op, but like especially with the kids, it's so much fun playing. Yeah, that, oh. I, I I hope they get into it. They they just went back to playing single player and and trading the remote. But they have they like. They do that with Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley are very similar in in their township simulator sense. So mm-hmm. the kids are all about it. Nice. Yeah. I had to get a new car game, you know. Got to entertain them for fucking 20, 21 hours of travel. <laughs> 21 hours? Yeah, I mean, it's like eight and a half if you drive it with adults, and it's like 10 if you drive it with kids. Are you saying, oh, you tell round trip? Yeah, yeah. 21. So, roughly 21 is a good estimate of me driving and them sitting in the back. Eesh. Dude, my daughter can't handle an hour. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> <"Dad."> <laughs> oh, man. Like, we, we don't go anywhere anymore. So, yeah, like, we get in the car for like 15 minutes. He's like, are we there yet? Like we're going to the grocery store. Like it's, yo, dude, they have it yeah, so fucking not, easy. It's like grab the hotspot tablet. I don't even know switches. if he's put shoes on at all this week. Like, <laughs> it's living the dream, dude. You know what's a trip yeah. is like. I always put my wardrobe together, you know, because I'm like, I have to like see people, and I'm like, holy shit, I have to like pick clothes that go together. I can't just grab a pair of like sweatpants shorts <laughs> and whatever fucking top is clean. <laughs> so and like, you know I, what? You totally gra- can. No, You're I know old I enough to do that shit. Like, well, no, here, here's the best part. I'm still going with two pairs of sweatpants shorts. Like, <laughs> like that's the majority <laughs> of what I'm wearing because I'm like, we're not going to do anything there. But I was are like, these regular sweatpants shorts or fancy going out sweatpants? Shorts? Oh, these are these are fancy Nike going out sweatpants shorts. One of them's like bright orange, and so mm-hmm. I grabbed them. I'm like, oh, bright orange doesn't go with a lot of tops, actually. <laughs> That's, I'm telling you, bro. White t-shirts, bro. Get them Costco. You're good, dude. You know Kirkland what? Brand. Chuck, bro, that collar is so fucking. Oh, it's money. I've been loving the. I've been loving the black t-shirts. I bought two. Just like two panes, something I think. And I like throw them on, and I'm like, oh, dude. Yep, I'm all about this. It, it's it's similar to what you're saying, slightly different, but white t-shirts are tough though, because you gotta like you gotta keep stains. clean. Yeah, dude. You know, oh, like you're rubbing against the wall or something. It's like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's why, like, your old ones are undershirts and your new ones are yeah. shirts. I, I'm and with then, you, though, and, Chuck. And, 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 then you get, and then you get the black dry fit for when you're around the house. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I like the plain T-shirt, though. I, I, have, I have two of them, and I've been rocking them a lot the past couple months. <laughs> Rob loves his conversation. Oh, you guys wear what you want. I'm wearing this uh, I know. shirt I Fluffy got that. sent me. Yeah. 
Wait, we gotta tell people what it says. Uh, here, stand up. We'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's a bear. It says, "That's what that's, I do. That's I drink it. bourbon, and I hate people." <laughs> And I know and I, things. And I know things. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck that puto ass bear. <laughs> it's the perfect use of that saying. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Anything else video game related? Uh, I've been playing Warzone. There was an update that came out yesterday. I haven't been, downloaded it yet. You've been fucking but killing yeah. the Warzone, buddy. I, I'm not good. Don't get me wrong. I've been playing it a lot, but the, I'm not good. You're not um, as bad as you used to be, right? No, I'm definitely not as bad as I used to be. I'm not, as I told my homies, I'm like, I'm not absolute dog shit anymore. I'm just regular old run-of-the-mill dog shit now. <laughs> um, but no, I actually went as far as, like, I downloaded Cold War so I can level up weapons because trying to level up weapons, only owning the free version, the Warzone, is very difficult unless yeah. you enjoy plunder, and it's kind of hard to enjoy plunder. Um, so, yeah. But I, I downloaded Cold War. That's not a good game. Uh, if you enjoy video games, you probably shouldn't download it. Um, but if you play Warzone and you want to level up weapons, definitely download Cold War. But it was weird just like getting into like the whole COD multiplayer, like just straight up multiplayer. I'm not talking about Battle Royale. I'm just saying like straight up Deathmatch or mm-hmm. Hardpoint or Domination or whatever the fuck. You got all these weird-ass game modes. I have no idea how to play them. So I just like – what is cool about that is like you can set like your quick play – and you just select like the playlist that you want from a checklist. So there's yeah. like maybe 15, 16 different game modes you play. I just select like four and then just hit fucking quick play and just throws me in whatever. That's pretty cool. But um, yep. yeah, they came out with like a big old balance pass for the weapons, which is weird though, because they said like that, that there's weapon tuning, but it was only specific to Cold War, not for Warzone, which is weird. It's like the weapons are going to behave differently depending which game Ooh. you're playing. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks yeah, to level a weapon and then have it shoot differently. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I don't know. Yeah, like you get used to it in one way. Like like they okay, so like in Cold War they buff the FFAR, which is like the meta in Warzone. But they decided they need to buff it in Cold War, which is weird because it's already good. Like why are you buffing that? And I don't know. So they buffed that, they buffed the Krig. They buffed something else. Uh, Goza, I think it was. I don't know. There's, there's patch notes. That I'm not going to go out and read them. We have nobody really probably gives a fuck anyways, except for those five or six people. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, in the middle of that Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The little, the little cross-section of homies. No, but you know what? Like, I think I think between, like, you and H, it, it it's good because, like, you bring that element to the Discord and you're playing all the time, man, and it's, it's good to have... It, it's just, you know, what, you know games, what it is, you know? that, that game for me, it was a game that I found enjoyment in because it's a battle royale. Like, I never played a game like that before. And it just completely put me in a completely different environment with a brand new skill ceiling. Like, as far as Destiny, I've gotten as far as I can with that game. Like, I'm decent in PvP. I can only get so much better and still have fun. You know I mean, like, to get better at PvP and Destiny, I have to play like I don't want to play. You know what I mean? I have to play... I can't just hold forward. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> I yeah. can't just play aggressive and hold forward. I have a skill. I reached my skill ceiling for the for my play style, and but in in, in Warzone it's different. It's like a brand new game, brand new environment, new weapons, new everything, and uh, I'm still like learning the maps. You know, like because it's such a huge ass area. 
like I know certain specific areas, but like I know like a lot of the buildings are more or less the same and they just kind of put them in different areas. But like, okay, like how do I get on top of this building? Because it's a contract that I want, I want to pick up this bounty contract and finish the scavenger bounty, but it's on top of this building. How do I get to the top of that building? I got to think, oh, wait, oh, so I have to go around the back. There's one ladder on this side. I have to wrap around the building and pick it up there or whatever, just based on like the architecture or whatever, because like a lot of them are similar. They just copy, paste, and put around the map differently. So it's like I'm learning the building structures i'm learning where they are and their relation to each other and how to how to move and be successful because it's a completely different game that like you can't just run around like you have to constantly like have your head on a swivel because you begin to push them anywhere there's, there's fucking 150 something people on the map it's a big ass map and like depending on where the circle is like they're all converging on one general area and you have to play smart and it's and, and like it's different than destiny like because destiny i can run around and still be mildly successful whereas in warzone you can't just run like run around like that like i it's teach me to play a different way and the one time i did go back and play destiny i noticed i was moving a lot more smarter you know like the whole pushing through cover and being more conscious of your your environment and shit like that so it, it, it's it's fun to play warzone now because it's, a, it's just a new game and a new set of circumstances i gotta try to conquer and get good Cause I know I'm like I'm not bad at shooters. I hop in a fucking cold war. I, I can hold my own, you know. Like even though it's a, I haven't played a COD game in fucking like 13 years, I hop right in a fucking COD multiplayer and I'm still like holding my own and doing well. So it's just a matter of getting translating those skills to a new game and a new type of uh, a new environment, new everything. So it's it's fun and then plus I get to play with with all Destiny fans. You know, we play with like TJ and Stormy and Val and Ponch and. All those homies, Wolfhound and those dudes, and Hippo plays and H plays. I played with the homie Solar, um, a dude that I've known for a long ass time. I recorded and mixed his second album, but he's on PlayStation, but it's crossplay, so I can play with him. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, that was mad cool. So, like, I haven't hung out with Solar because the whole COVID thing, you know, I haven't hung out with him in like fucking forever. But Solar plays, he plays COD. So, like, I can play with him. Like, we, he plays Plunder. So, actually, when I do play Plunder, it's with that dude because that's all he plays. I'm like, yeah, it's cool because I haven't hung out with him forever, but I get to play with him because it's crossplay. Shit like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait for crossplay to hit Destiny, dude. It's, it's such a good thing to have, like, to just play with whoever on whatever system. Yeah, man. It's fun, though. But, yeah, so they came out with an update yesterday, um, mostly to Cold War couple of things of warzone i think there's gonna be a little uh i don't think it was kind of janky yesterday like with all the fucking because they dropped the patch or whatever like the servers were all fucked up it was kind of weird the matchmaking was kind of weird it was like uh, it went from like like average to super difficult like overnight seemingly it's like wow i can't even fucking win a gulag anymore <laughs> but yeah warzone's oh, fun but- feeling Especially when you're playing in the tournament and you can't win the gulag, the gulag's like the free kill that you can get, and you like you mm-hmm. lose your gulag, and you're like, "Well, I just fucked us." Yeah. Um. So. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Now I was taking us off of video games, so if you got video game stuff, go for it. I don't have video games, but you know, I do have. I got back into. What did you get back into? Some sort of card. Magic. Magic together. Oh, that's a magic deck. Oh. Yeah, I got back into this playing magic via Skype, not Skype, but Zoom or fucking Google Meets or whatever the fuck. Right. It's interesting. It's pretty fun. I didn't know how to, we, we, but we figured it out. Like me and my friends, like, we kind of figured it out. So we would have like one camera, we'd like mount like our fucking phone camera, like on top of like a lamp or whatever, like 
rubber bandit so you have like a top-down view of your of your playing board and you have like another camera like for your face or whatever we're like talking it's cool we're awesome. able to actually, oh yeah we're actually able to like play like magic like we used to more or less it's a little more gotta jump through a couple more hoops but it's cool we get a couple games in here and there yo they they just uh they just updated uh shots for my state for everyone over 16 like starting today so when i get nice. back from st louis like i'm locking that shit down then i get to do oh, yeah. do things again I'm excited to do things yeah man i'm uh i got both my shots i got my second one back in february but my uh my homie TK, you know the homie from yeah. Marion Tito. Oh, yeah. yeah, he got he got his first shot I think uh, the other day. He gets his second one I think on April twentieth. So like that's like another home a, a homie I'll actually be able to see in person. Like we'll be actually be able to hang out and shit. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Me getting my shots means uh, fucking beer and tacos this fall, boys. <laughs> dude i've actually been like yeah i bet like erica got her second shot too so like we actually have started to go out and like eat in restaurants again i know like a lot of people have been doing it this whole time you know like they've observed protocols you wear your mask with tables of distance or whatever but still it's like until like her family started to get their shit you know like the elder people the, the elderly people in their family especially we haven't been risking it at all you know we do take out we cook a lot whatever but we haven't actually gone down to yep. sit down at the restaurants like the past like two or three weeks we've been doing that when I had breakfast a couple places when I had lunch the other day it's cool man to actually be able to go out again man like I, there's been think it makes such a difference there's been one time party. that I've sat outside at a restaurant since Rob was at my house in That's February last year yeah yeah we haven't gone That's anywhere crazy we went out like when we were down the shore. We went to a couple places, like kind of out, and it was just like stressful. We're like, yeah, it wasn't fun. No, we're, like you know, like you can't relax. Yeah, you know, you know. like yeah, you're, you're just like, like trying to like keep out. away from people. You're like, all right, back. You know, I don't know. It's, well, it's I was like, it's not worth it. Like a lot of people have gotten their shots in Minnesota, so there's a big population of people going out. You know, but yeah. I'm not in that population yet. So like, I we actually went to get takeout at a nice restaurant by us uh, this week. Uh, we drop the kids off at the grandparents' house, and I'm like, "Well, fuck it, let's go get some food, eat in the car, you know? Like, go to this restaurant we like." And like, I yeah. walked inside, and there's literally like hundreds of motherfuckers with their masks off, like at the bar, Ugh. like um. watching sports, and I have to go to the bar to pay for my food. And so I'm just yeah, standing like- there with my mask on, and I'm just surrounded by no one with a mask, and I'm just like. <laughs> like like i like i assume that that a good portion of these people just are doing it because they can now because it's safe for them but i'm like i am so fucking stressed out right now like i just want to fucking get out of here like i had cash in my hand i had a huge tip for the bartender like as soon as he handed me my bill i'm like here you go man double pound on the table and i walked away i'm like that's all yours i don't want to fucking deal with anything i know he has a tip like i'm i'm out like you know the uh, Urban Dictionary like word of the day a couple weeks ago is a uh, vax hole. <laughs> People <laughs> are like vaccine. They've got their vaccine and they're flaunting it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so get a vaccine, but don't be a vax hole. That's funny. <laughs> you know what I miss though? It's funny. I miss fucking Denny's, dude. Places <laughs> like that, Denny's or Village Inn or those little shithole breakfast joints, dude. Like because you get like. 
some just sort of, some bad pancakes, little sausage links, a little fucking coffee cup, little tiny ceramic coffee cup. You have to fill like eight times or whatever, you know, like that type of thing. I miss that shit, bro. See, like, yeah, you can't get takeout. You can't get like breakfast. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like dude, like, 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 like Village Inn, they have like these little yeah. skillets, you know, it's like a little potato skillet. It has like these like roasted potatoes, like peppers and mushrooms. You put like the, the fried egg on top, you know what I mean? You yeah. bust that shit open, yeah, yeah. it's all over, and then you fucking hit it with the salt, the pepper, the hot sauce, all that shit. Man, I miss that shit, dude. Like, yeah. and you walk out of there spending like eight bucks for your breakfast, you know what I mean? Like, I miss that shit, dude. Like, I don't know, Eric and everyone's about it. So, like, I would just, it would just be me and Lucia, just me and the kid. Or she'd get little pancakes with fucking strawberries, whipped <laughs> cream, or whatever the fuck. I miss that shit, dude. Bro. I miss Denny's. Like, give me some fucking shitty ass breakfast, dude. Like, I'm down. I'm I'm polar opposite on the uh, on the menu. I want I want to sit down. I want to I want a fucking menu. I want to pick my draft beer that I've never yeah, had no, before. I'll, I'll I want I want it served to me. I want it served to me, and then I want to eat my food and then try something else on the menu and have it brought to me. Like, I'm that's what I miss, man. You know you know what I miss? Someone else washing my fucking dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i miss yeah. and like cleaning up the mess i just oh made. god like not not <laughs> sitting know? in the in the front seat of your ford explorer being like yo they didn't give us napkins you got any napkins in the glove box <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i want to make a big goddamn mess and then just be like i'm out of here see you guys with <sighs> <It's> five dollars <laughs> yeah 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 that's what erica wants to do she wants to like spend all afternoon on a patio yeah, dude. Like, that's what I'm like, saying, like her man. Her restaurant's Papa Doe. It's like that fucking Cajun seafood restaurant or whatever. Like, it's her favorite place. Like, I just want to spend all afternoon there. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I want to go there for lunch. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to take my time to the whole like thing. And sit there and have drinks. And then have drinks all afternoon on the patio until dinner. And then have dinner there. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole fucking day. Like, She's like, that's what I want to do. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's nice outside, but it's windy as fuck. So <laughs> It's like, yeah, let's go sit outside for four hours in a patio with 40 mile an hour per winds, fucking beating us down with sand and shit all day. I'm like, nah. Dude, yesterday we went for a walk because it was like like, uh, 69 degrees outside. So we're like, oh, dude, it's almost 70. But there was also like 40, 50 mile an hour winds. (laughs) So so we're walking. We're walking around the lake and I'm like, let's go around the lake because like the trees and the houses will block most of the wind. So it won't be a direct, like direct wind blowing at us. And we get to the part where you can walk along like the shore of the lake, like where it's unprotected. And I'm like, guys, the wind will be blowing right at us. Like, should we walk the longer way around so we don't get like just blasted? And my daughter's like, no, I want to walk by the lake. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down. Everything was gravy until we walked by the beach. And 40, 50 mile an hour wind (laughs) kicking up that sand. Dude, we got fucking pelted so hard that we were turning our heads the opposite direction and actually going, ah, because like we were getting fucking slammed, dude, like my neck and like the side of my face. And like, oh, dude, it was not cool. Not cool at all. So, yes, I know. I know all about that sand that you talk about, Chuck. I got blasted pretty good this week. Dude, it's fucking ruthless out here, man. That shit fucks me up. I can't do it. My allergies, bro, just kicking my ass. Like, is is that how it works? Like, as you get older, like allergies just affect you more and more. Like every year you age. Apparently, because I got fucking whooped earlier this week. Dude, like, <laughs> I think I didn't have them. Everything. I didn't have them until like I got my like yeah. mid thirties or some shit. Like that's when it really started to fuck me up. Like, I don't know. Like it used to be just the fall. 
and now it's like all the time, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with Sounds you. Sounds right. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so by back by popular demand, we have a new contest kicking off for all of our weight loss buddies. Rob, I fully expect you to actually participate this time around. It's possible. Log your high weight I... now and drop that shit in the two months. Yep, that's the plan. You rode no promises. You rode the February March train incognito. I'll allow it, but uh, <laughs> I'm holding you to your guns this time around. That's fair. I uh, yeah, I did nothing this last one. Yeah, actually, there was like eight people signed up, but only like four, four or five actually entered shit. So, um, I think like one person is not going to get a prize because the people who are actually active is like <laughs> the same number of people that there are prizes. So, yeah. That's funny. You know, uh, I quit drinking. I'm like, it'll be six weeks sober on Saturday and I've lost oh, yeah. like 12 pounds. Yeah. Dude. Hey, congrats. Liquid. Just by not drinking. Dude, people. It's crazy. Yeah, man. man. Liquid is like soda and alcohol and that shit, man. It'll, it'll fucking get you. Like people don't realize that, it, but man, what you drink is so big on weight loss. Well, yeah, and then like whenever I'd be all buzzed at night, you know, I'd like finish like playing Xbox, whatever, like midnight, and then I'd be all buzzed, and I'd head to the kitchen and fucking start fucking yep. eating bullshit. You know what I mean? I fucking then go to bed uh, like yeah. right afterwards, man. Like now, so now like I don't get those. I mean, I still every now and then late night craving, but I, but I don't go stupid. You know what I mean? Like I just get a little something and. Whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, just just twelve pounds just by not drinking. That's it's awesome, crazy, man. That's super awesome, dude. Yeah, I had to go cold. I went straight cold turkey, man. Fucking cut it all out. I just went a little too hard, before, like after Super Bowl. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> a little bit uh, of was, celebration. Uh, no, it wasn't that. It was just it wasn't even that. It was like leading up to the Super Bowl. I killed half a thirty pack and half a bottle of whiskey. I'm like, yeah, I should probably chill. And then I went crazy on Super Bowl. Had a little bit left over. I think I drank like one beer that week and then I finished the bottle of whiskey like that Saturday night after Super Bowl. But then like, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm done. I think I'm a chill. I don't know, man. It's like one of those things like in my family, like all the men on my mom's side of the family, they fucking die or are dying from alcoholism. And I'm like, you know, I pray that the deck is stacked against me. I got to chill. So, yeah, man. Six weeks almost. Good shit. It's crazy. Good shit, Hold bro. On. Oh, yeah. I, again, the gym is getting in, the work's getting in, but I'm definitely putting too much weight on. Diet is a real problem, so we'll get there. Well, you got, you got, you got one more you day. Oh, clock just switched over. Today is the last, yeah. no, today is the last time. day. And then tomorrow, I'm holding you accountable. So enjoy today. You have you have twenty three right. hours and fifty eight minutes <laughs> left. <laughs> done and done. All right, let's add some fucking music, boys, and then I want to uh, I want to go to sleep and edit this shit early, and then do all the other things I have to do, like clean cars and stuff. Um, so what's Ben got for us today? Blue Rondo a la Turk by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Which is uh, some jazz. That's a really good song. 
You guys know it if you heard it. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool one. That's a good one. Um fuck. Fleetwood Mac or hip hop boys? What am I doing? You're doing whatever you want to do. What am I doing? Uh, you're going to pick a Fleetwood Mac or song? Hit, or, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Pick something from the 70s, man. Come on. Or early 80s. We're, we're going to go... We're going to go Dreams. That's yeah, a good one. I still can't believe how many good songs are on that album. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, God, that's not, yeah. Okay. What else we got? Uh, Rob. I'm going to go with uh, In Honor of Your Trip. We're going to go with uh, Nelly, St. Louis. Got it. Uh, Cliff. Um, all right. I'm going to go with your 70s theme. Uh, the Doobie Brothers, uh, Long Train Running. Ooh, that's a good song, too. Yeah. You want the remastered 2005 or the original? Uh, I guess remastered. Remastered's always better, I think, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, 2006 remaster, I'm sorry. Uh, you motherfucker. Uh, uh, <laughs> Do they have the 2008 remaster? Because that's like the finest. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer I prefer the 2011 vintage. Thank you. Yeah, they. Yeah. So they really got the, they really integrated the bass well with the, anyway, notes of fruity notes. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, fruity notes of bass. Yeah, get a lot of like marinade. We got together. me. Go low. I got I got a, Booney Mayfield, King Heroin, the remake. It's off of uh, Black Kool Aid. It's an instrumental. Uh. So this song is really cool. It's like simple. Like the song structure is super simple, but it's like complex musically. If that makes sense. Kind of. I don't know. It's there are so catchy. many King Heroin songs. Who who is it by? <laughs> Booney Mayfield. It's in the it's in the show notes. I got it. It's on Look up Black Booney Mayfield, Black Kool-Aid. Okay. Whole, dude, there are so many song. King Heroin songs. Jesus Christ. I have yeah. to scroll down. Yeah. Like, like it's beyond one page of King Heroin songs. Yeah, Booney Mayfield is a really dope producer. His album, that Black Kool-Aid album, is actually one of the ones I thought about selecting. Cool. It's a really good instrumental album. Well, we got uh, ooh, almost 18 hours. I, awesome. I've been playing this playlist a shit ton lately. I went back to day one for a little bit just to give it a shot. Uh, but I'll be back. Day, to day one two is shortly. a masterpiece, and I will be listening to both of them on my trip to St. Louis. Um, I will say though, I don't know. Do you do you remember offhand who added the um? Hey girl, what's your number? Is Charlie? Remember yeah, Charlie Wilson. Was that Chuck or was that somebody else? Charlie Wilson. Who is it? Charlie. Last name Charlie Wilson. Wilson. My name is Charlie Wilson. No, I don't know me. who added it. Okay, I can't remember that. But um, it came on right before Debbie and I set off on our trail run. 
on Saturday or Sunday, Sunday, I think. And uh, I was singing it in the car and going like full on, like all the motions, like just fucking into it. And it just became the song for the <laughs> trail runs. So then I was saying it for like an hour and a half while we were running and uh, did a clip to it. And it's just played a lot in our house this week. I may or may not have been in my awesome. boxers tonight dancing. Like I was like, hey, Debbie, come here because it came on randomly. And I'm like, no, I got it. She's like, is it that song? And I'm like, no, it's not the song as it's playing in the background. And she comes over to the steps. I'm like, it's really important. And she comes over and I just start fucking dancing and singing the song. Yeah, it's a good one. Whoever edited that. Thank you. Oh yeah. Okay. Is that it? I think so. Mm-hmm. We've been here for a while. Yep. It's been a very fun endeavor, and I can't wait till uh, Chuck makes his pick. Yeah. Um, I guess they just have to pick because I, I've been thinking yep. about it way too long. So I think Cliff is right, man. Sleep on it. Dice, Let man. us know tomorrow. Yeah. We trust you. I don't think you could pick wrong, so. And if I you agree. do, it'll be even better. Yeah, man. I mean, you already picked wrong. wrong by being friends with us and then jumping on this podcast like every month. Mm. So yeah. can't pick twice wrong. All right. I'm going to pick. I'm picking right now. And I want everybody to listen to it as well. How about that? I like that play. All right. The album we will be listening to next is Mad Lib Shades of Blue. I like it. Madlib is a hip hop producer of mad villainy fame, amongst others. Stone Soap. His dad is a jazz artist from Blue Note Records. His dad's a drummer. So Madlib, basically, what he was able to do with this album is he had access. Like, like Blue Note is like the is like the Motown of jazz, right? Right. So he had access. He was able to go into Blue Note's archives and basically able to have every producer's dream which is to access multi-track recordings original recordings be able to isolate individual tracks so pulling a horn from this fucking song the drums from this song fucking bass from that song and like making a fucking instrumental album from source material from blue note records so yeah it's really fucking dope but it's instrumental so yeah we're gonna talk about music and just music i like it I'm excited about that. Chuck will. Yeah. So everybody should take some time and listen Chuck to that. Chuck will remind about. me tomorrow and I will put it in Discord. Cool. Hey. All right, boys. Well, this is Fluffy Fingers MD. Uh, we have a store. It hasn't been updated in a while. Sorry, I got sick. But I got a bunch of drawings that are almost <laughs> done and I'm bringing them with me to St. Louis. So maybe I'll wrap one up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Awesome. But uh boys, thanks for joining us tonight. Um fitness contest starting back up again in one day since it's already the 31st today. And um join us. Jump in, get healthy. Oh yeah. All agreed. Cool. Anything else? All right. No, nope. thank you guys. It was a great time. You guys, uh, you guys like Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All anus Morissette. <laughs>